The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Coming to you live from the pit, it's the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. Tonight, the Elder Panthers take on a, an opponent that, frankly, a few days ago we didn't think was going to happen. They're taking on Beacon Hill. But on your schedule and on our schedule, it was uh, St. Mary's out of Missouri, St. Louis. And actually, I have uh, relatives that live out there. And one of the uh, my relatives, well, Vicki, uh, you know, yeah, Vicky too. and uh, my sister-in-law, and she was telling me that one of her friends is uh, works in the office. The kids were so excited. They couldn't wait. It was a big trip coming out here and playing at the pit. They really then, then COVID, uh, a player or two had that once they did the protocols out there. They, they just couldn't pull it off. So magically, uh, Phil and uh, Kevin and all the, the folks here at Elder, and I'm sure uh, Doug Ramsey and all that, they, they came up uh, in, on a, with a brokerage uh, that helps put teams together. And here we got uh, Beacon Hill out of uh, um, the Richmond, Virginia area. And, and, and one of the problems with, with uh, the cancellation is the, the St. Mary's from, from St. Louis, they, they, they call it called it in late so a lot of things were already in the works for other teams who did it when the rest of the Cincinnati area teams were going to would call protocol stuff so you know the, you know hats off to, to Kevin Espelich for you know coming up with, with, right. the, with this game because you know they were way behind the eight ball uh, having to, 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 to do this yeah and, and basically Beacon Hill is kind of a school it's, it's an area of homeschooled kids that uh they they come together with a uh, with a sports program to kind of pull their their talents together, and uh, that's what they have. There's not a lot of them, uh, but uh, uh, I know last week they traveled all the way to Oklahoma to play a game. So they they're willing to go travel. It's the second year of their their uh, their program, from what we can tell. Uh, there's we haven't had a lot of time to prep on this because it's been so so quick but anyways and, and we're just happy that we got a game tonight. And, and the reason that they travel as they do is a lot of the schools in the richmond virginia area aren't playing football this year because of covid uh they just didn't even get to get the you know their, their football programs in gear so uh you know the, if you're a team that's going to play you have to figure out who you're going to play as, as well as uh, you know all the GCL South schools know. Sure. So you got to find opponents if nobody's there to play you. So these guys, from my uh, Google Maps, about eight and a half, nine, ten-hour drive to get here. So uh, it's been a long day for them. So <laughs> I can uh, imagine. it's going to be an interesting game. But yeah, guys, they're actually from like Midlothian, uh, Virginia, which is like Bridgetown would be to Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, sounds very uh, J.R.R. Tolkien-ish to me. Yeah. So I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, last week, guys, the Panthers went up and played a uh, perennial powerhouse team uh, in the state finals two years in a row. Uh, of course, Elder lost to them in 2019. 2020, St. X uh, handled them in, in the, the state championship game. But, uh, you know, it was a on paper, you know, they, they lost 28-10, to 10, but 
when we were at the dance club. Even Doug Ramsey said, look, when you watch the video, there's points in that game that were very pivotal. Not to say that Elder would have uh, overcome uh, Pickerington at this stage of the game in the year, but uh, there were some very pivotal t- things in that game that w- would have went one way or the other. It would have been an interesting outcome. It would have been. You know, Doug was talking about making the plays, and just unfortunately, Elder, at the time that they had the plays to make inside the 20 and driving, a missed assignment on one and, and a wrong route on another, and, and there you have it. So, But the thing that I gleaned out of Doug's message to the uh, dance club was, uh, you know, if, in fact, things work out and they get to play one another in somewhere along the line in the state championship run, the players are anxious to, to have that rematch, so they weren't intimidated. Maybe they were a little intimidated guys coming into that game, driving up to the Columbus area, blah, 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 but it was a beautiful field, natural turf. But once they got into the game, I think, they realized and said, hey, we got our big boy pants on too, if you will, and they gave them a game. But at the same time with Pinkerton Central, for them to overcome four turnovers, and we'll get to the specifics later on, but you know that's, that's a sign of a good team to come – overcome four of their own turnovers and they lost three of them to elder so give credit where credit is due pickerton at that night hit the better team and they came out on top steve one of the things we were talking about uh earlier tonight was the one one stat that just jumps out at you is rushing elder had three measly yards of rushing and and you talked about it. They, they went after one guy, which is what I would do as well. And, and Coach Ramsey, Ramsey talked about that the other night, that they had Drew shut down. They were double-teaming him everywhere he went. And, uh, you know, we're to a point, you know, third game of the season. At this point, as, as coaches, as, as, as observers, it's like, you know, what, what have we learned so far? We've learned that Elders' defense is very good, above average. For, for what they've had at this point. they got a lot of guys flying to the ball. Offensively, they have to diversify a little bit. They, they, they have a powerful weapon in Drew Ramsey. they got a great quarterback in Ben Hamilton. But they, they, they need, and, and, and Flowers at running back, but they, you know, they need to pull that all together. And, and I, I think if, if uh, you know, we talked about that a little bit after the Cubcath game and after this game, it's like they need a plan B or you know, something else to, you know, yeah. to to hang their hat on. And, and I think it, it all starts up front. Doug was very upfront about, you know, the elder sides on the offensive and defensive lines. A little bit undersized, and when you're going against a powerhouse team, it's tough to, you know, to hold off for a certain amount of time. And I think, to build on Steve's point with Ben Hamilton, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback, but if you don't have any time to, to throw other than, you know, these short passes, it's going to be a long night. And as you look down deeper into those stats, guys, with a total of five yards rushing, you know, Ben had negative 30, and he was running for his life most of the yeah, time. Right. And, and that was considered a run. So when you kind of throw those in, that kind of offset everything that, that Luke Flowers had on his own. So, uh, But, you know, live and learn, like I said, and it was a, it was a good learning experience. Uh, with 16 teams in the playoff, one game is not going to matter. Um, so live and learn and, you know, move forward. Well, and we talked about it last week in the postgame show. This is an unusual year in the fact that what Elder, well, with with uh, the, the news that 
Western Hills uh, has kind of suspended their program. We'll talk more about that later in the, in the night. But uh, it, now it looks like every team in Division One, Region Four, is going to get in the playoffs if Western Hills does yeah. not reimplement it. Yeah, or if not, they but, step out, all sixteen that are left will, will so, get in. If they come back, they have are, they have one, one win, win already, so they, they could. Yeah, so basically what you're looking at is you want to have goals and set forth what you want to accomplish every week to improve your team because you're going to get in the playoffs. Now you're fighting for seeding and so forth, uh, which obviously every week Elder wants to win, but they have to improve week to week to week, and I'm sure uh, that's what they're going to try to do tonight. Now, whether or not the team they're playing has got the the manpower, the numbers uh, to do it, uh, we'll, we'll find out. Absolutely, and that's going to be, um, you know, an interesting piece of the game is, is you know, uh, they, you know, on paper and just looking at them look to be outmanned, but Elder's played a lot of teams that, that they've looked outmanned that, that have given Elder a, a tough game. But, you know, also, you know, just talking uh, before we went on the air, it's like as when I played football for Elder, I was a way down the roster guy, and, and this is the kind of game you look forward to. I know some of the students were actually talking in classrooms. It's like, I'm, I'm going to get in the game tonight. Uh, so, you know, so they're looking forward to that, get their playing time. There's nothing like playing at the pit on a Friday night, and uh, a lot of these guys are going to experience that for the first time tonight. Well, before we take our first time out, I want to kind of fill you on how our whole night's going to work. Uh, you know, sadly, uh, our, our normal home for the postgame show, La Rosa's, we're not going to be at because – they're, they All their corporate restaurants close at 10 o'clock now, so pretty much, especially tonight with this game getting the late start, by the time we would get there, we'd have 15 minutes to do a post-game show, and off we'd go. And, and, and so that we knew that wasn't going to work. So, so we've so, moved on by executive decision. Yeah, well, it, that and uh, we, we had to, not too far down is uh, Roosters uh, right there at Crookshank and Glenway, and we're going to be out there. So we hope that you can come out and, and join us out at Roosters. Yeah, and, and Mark uh, and I were out there earlier tonight, and they were very excited to see a, an elder crowd. So if you're in the vicinity, you know, please stop in, say hi. We have it, it would help us out to show them, our new sponsor, what a great uh, fan base the Elder Panthers have, and uh, let's fill that place up. So we're going to take our first time out. You're listening to the Mercy, Mercy Health. It's always hard to say this long title. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We'll be back right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? and 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your Westside expert. 
Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. And we're back at the pit at Elder High School. It's great to be back here at the pit where Elder takes on Beacon Hill out of Virginia. And uh, it, it should be an interesting game. Guys, uh, another, we're going to, of course, we talked about the post-game show, and the whole point of that is to get scores and updates and comment from all over the area. One game that I'm really interested to watch is uh, and, and talk about and is, is out on North Bend Road, uh, IMG Academy, the number two ranked team in the country, uh, is going out to play the LaSalle Lancers. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was listening to an interview with their coach. He said, look, I, I can't tell you we're going to beat them. I, 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 we just want to really play well and learn and, and do the best we can. But I guarantee they're going to get a better matchup this week than they got last week with uh, the Whitwood. Well, well, no, oh, not, so no, you're talking about IMG. IMG, yeah, uh, sure. With the Bishop Sycamore uh, issues that uh, has been made yeah. a lot of press. So that one's going to be interesting. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's not easy to play at Lancer Stadium. And, uh, you know, once again, uh, LaSalle's returning a lot of key players, and, and their defensive backs have uh, done well, specifically a lot of turnovers uh, on, on their behalf. So it should be a, a good game out there uh, on North Bend Road. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other interesting game that uh, I guess came up shortly because Princeton's going to be playing Lakota West uh, tonight. Is that, is that the, the matchup that we also have? Uh, uh, no, Princeton... Um, well, Lakota West is supposed to play Oak Hills tonight. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was, uh, uh, Princeton and Hamilton were going to play, and that game got COVIDed. Okay. Um, but I don't know if Princeton's moved on to uh, play somebody else tonight. or. Uh, I had them versus Lakota West, but Princeton versus Lakota West. That's what I had, too. But, yeah. I, I, you know, that there's so many changes but in the no, schedule. You're right. The COVID. Lakota West is playing at Oak Hills okay. tonight. Yeah. So, so it, it's it's uh, – the, the schedule has been rocking and rolling all week long but, uh, from the COVID. But the one thing that, that hasn't changed, you look at the GCL South schools, you talk about IMG Academy, you know, sec, uh, second-ranked team in the nation coming in, and I heard there's going to be a lot of college coaches there. So this is just a wonderful showcase for the LaSalle Lancers, you know, to, to get their kids out in front uh, uh, of some people that could actually do, you know, do things for them. But you got Moeller traveling. They they got they got the easy one. They go to East Central. Not that it's going to be an easy game, but it's an easy drive out 74. You know, Elders uh, hosting Beacon Hill out of Virginia, uh, and you got IMG um, uh, Academy uh, 
you know, going to LaSalle and then St. X at, at Olentangy Liberty. So, you know, all GCL South schools are scrambling for opponents. Meanwhile, GMC, this is when they start their incestuous uh, uh, eight weeks of just uh, playing with themselves. So, um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Against themselves, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's like. Uh, yeah. At the end of the se- the end of the season, most of the GMC schools will be five and five, or four and right. six, or six and four. That, so yeah. yeah, a weird year this year. You know, just about everybody's getting in the playoffs. So you know, top eight teams are going to host at least the first round. But uh, you know, a lot of good games around the tri-state that we're going to be talking about, uh, north uh, and south of the border, and uh, traipsing over in Indi- Indiana. Well, let's look at uh, tonight's matchup here. We got uh, Beacon Hill, Steve, and uh, we don't know a lot about them, but let's, uh, from what little you have, let's uh, try to glean something. Well, basically, um, you know, like we, you know, this is the second year of their program. They, they traveled out to Oklahoma last week, played uh, um, uh, Choctaw uh, High School uh, in, in uh, Oklahoma, and they lost 66 to nothing. Um, Choctaw got out to uh, uh, 30 to nothing lead in the first quarter, and it was clear sailing. It was 58 to nothing at half, and uh, 66 nothing as a final. Um, and, and you know that's a, a, about it. They, they did. Both teams were scoreless in the, in the fourth quarter, so you know maybe uh, they they got some some things together defensively. First game of the season, you, you're trying yeah. to shake it out. Plus yeah. going all that oh, way out yeah. there, so. Um, It'll be interesting to just to see what this team, you know, brings because obviously Coach Ramsey and, and and everybody didn't have a whole lot of film to look at. Uh, they had last week's game, and that it was probably about it. So, you know, really interesting. I I, I think, uh, you know, for them to, uh, to to win this game, I, I think they really need to get off to a fast start. They can't go down thirty to nothing in, in the first quarter. You know, if they can catch Elder off guard, if they can, you know, I'm sitting here talking about how the ki- the kids that don't play a lot are expecting to play a lot. You know, if Elder comes into that, you know, with that kind of swagger, that that could work against the Elder Panthers. Um, but I, I think uh, Beacon Hill has to make no mistakes whatsoever. Any mistake they made, I think, is going to be lethal in a football sense. And again, uh, one of my keys for the opponent is going to be pretty much all year is watch out for wherever number 12 is. Drew Ramsey is right now the key to Elder's offense, and, and he's the, the wheels that this bus uh, rolls on right now. So that's what I got. All right, let's switch over to Tom. Uh, you, 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 we know a lot more yeah. about Elder, don't we? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing that tonight's game is going to look more, or a lot more like two weeks ago against Cubcat than it did last week against Pinkerton Central. For, for the most part, Elder's at home, and they're playing an opponent that they don't know much about. But if Elder's offensive line can give uh, Ben Hamilton any kind of time, you're going to see, I think, Ben Hamilton stretch the field tonight, okay, along with uh, Luke Flowers from the running back position. Uh, should be doing a great job that way, too. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, they're really playing well. And one of the things they're doing is they're taking the ball away. And uh, – Zach Goodekunz as a safety position. He's leading the GCL with two interceptions, plus he's got a forced fumble recovery. Uh, and Bartley Thomas and uh, also has a fumble recovery, fumble recovery, and Andrew Spinney also has one too. So they're flying to the ball on defense and causing turnovers, and I think a game like tonight at home with this crowd could really 
uh, you know, take uh, Elder off in the right position. Uh, finally, on special teams, uh, David Maurer, the new kicker this year, is doing a great job. He's perfect for with extra points so far this year. He's had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, four touchbacks so far, which which is a dimension that they started the 20-yard line instead of opening that field. So from that standpoint, there's a lot to be said. And finally, on the punting side, is you can you can have uh, you know Drew Ramsey being the soccer style kicker, or you could uh, you could have uh, uh, Josh Dugan, the sophomore, with the traditional punt. So either way, they're covered there. So I think fingers crossed, it's going to be more like it was against Cuffcath two weeks ago. Well, that that would be a uh, I think. Well, and, and what you want to see is. A good, strong performance, and and but if they do get a lead, it'll be exciting to see if they can get a lot of players yeah. in and work on some things, get some guys in the game. Well, I'm looking down uh, on the field, and it looks like Glenn's ready to talk to head coach Doug Ramsey. Let's head down on the field. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by elder head coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, last week a tough one at Pick Central, but certainly some good to take from the loss. Well, there was. You know, it was disappointing. Um, they're really good. You know, and, and, and we competed, but but we, we, we had too many missed opportunities. You know, we're, we're, we're in the end zone a couple times and don't hang on to the ball or we're out of bounds. And, you know, we had a few men, more mental mistakes on the offensive line than like. like I, and I told our guys, look, sometimes we're going to physically get beat up. I, I, I can live with that. You're not going to be as big as those other guys. But the mental mistakes are what, what kills us. And, and, and so hopefully this was a really good learning experience for our guys. And, and two, to understand. You know, in the middle of fourth quarter, even though we were making mistakes and, and we didn't capitalize on, on two chances to score in the end zone, we were right in the game. You know what I mean? So so that makes you feel, you know, like, hey, we're, we're you know, we, we got a chance at this. And, and I've told people all along, this is a team that's kind of be like, you know, a work in progress. I think I think we'll be, you know, one of those teams that will be a lot better at the end of the season than at the beginning. You know, some teams just are loaded with talent. And they'll get a little bit better as the season goes on. But I think this team has opportunity to get a lot better just with experience and those types of things. And I know you said that, you know, they, they were bigger, whatever, but in the game, you know, they, they, they'd speak you a little bit. But defensively, you know, you held them to only 218 yards, uh, and it looked like, you know, Drew was contained. That, that was that hurt. Well, yeah, defensively we were great. I thought our guys did a really good job against them, uh, and they had a good plan. They they double-teamed Drew every one. They were not, and even after the game, their defense coordinator came up to Drew and said, hey, look, we weren't going to let you touch the ball. And uh, and that's something that, you know, again, we've, we, we've got to work. Other guys had to step up. And, 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 and in reality, last week, the three other receivers all should have had a touchdown. Now, Harp did, but the other two had an opportunity to do that. And so that has that's what has to happen. If, if teams are going to do everything they can to take him out of the game, that means it, the, the load is on you guys. But at the same time, it should be a little bit easier for you because the focus isn't on you. And of course, Ben's got to get a little more time too. Yeah, now was now you know in 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 that like first half he didn't get a whole lot of pressure. Once we got in a position of having to throw the ball, yeah, then and that was the whole plan. You know, if you notice, you know we ran the ball quite a bit on first down, and, and we tried to take our time. We wanted it to be a fast game, get into the fourth quarter with a chance, and and, and that's where we were. 
Um, but then, you know, uh, we just, again, if we just would have converted on one of those two opportunities, you still you still got a chance to win it. Well, now COVID strikes again. The original opponent, St. Mary's, had to cancel this game. But good good stuff. Getting Love the fact that another team has stepped up tonight. Uh, what should we look for for Beacon Hill? Yeah, well, first, I, you know, this was disappointing. This is hard. You know, we get a call at 1030 on Wednesday. Hey, you know, we can't play. That, that's really disappointing because, you know, we've already put in a lot of work as coaches on on. Sunday, the kids practice on Monday and Tuesday, and then you kind of get a little kick in the teeth, and um, and we searched quite a few teams. I mean, we, we 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 have a guy that finds games for us. We made some phone calls. He made some phone calls. You know, the, 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 the thing that stinks is we found out just about two hours after Princeton found a game. They're up in Columbus playing Kaufman, where that could have been a deal. Hey, you know, Elder versus Princeton, great game. Uh, but unfortunately, they, 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 they found out a day before that their game was canceled, had a little bit more time to work. They found their game. And, and so we got this team here. It's, 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 I, I'm not, you know, you don't really know what you're getting into. We didn't get any film until, so we make a deal about, what, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. We don't get any film till like, 9 o'clock on Wednesday night. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, – it's strange times, um, and you got to do what you got to do. Um, you know, I, this is a game. I, I, I think we're we're more talented than they are. We've got more numbers than they are. Um, but you know, this we got play. You know, and, and and if we handle our business right tonight, um, there should be an opportunity for a lot of guys to play. You know, this is a chance for us to reward those guys that are on the second team, third team for what they've done so far this season get them into a game. So that's been the big thing with our, our first string guys. Let's come out and play, play hard, take care of business and, and, and we can play a lot of people and have fun tonight. And that, that's an important thing because you had mentioned this at, at Daz Club in the beginning of the year. You talked about not taking a bye, playing a game, right? Oh yeah, because you know, it, it's it's you work, these guys work so hard all year long. You only get 10 guaranteed games. And one gets pulled away from me. I don't care. You know what? We'd have played Bishop Sycamore if we'd have. I don't care what people think about. Our kids want to play football. We as coaches want to coach football. And, and we're going to do whatever it took to get on the field. And, and you know, and here we are. Because, like you know, you cannot, even in practice, the game speed, right? you got to have a game. You do. You, you do. you got to play. And, you know, you, you think about maybe if this are week nine and this happened and, and, and your, your playoff position set and you're beat up. You know, maybe, but even at that point, I don't like that idea. Um, it's about it's about opportunities to play football, playing the game that you love to play, and, and just getting out and getting after an opponent. Well, weather's great tonight, and I have to worry about. But what uh, what about health wise? Uh, we're, we're pretty good health wise. Yeah, um, if we cramp tonight, somebody's going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, but yeah, our, our health is, is good. That was the thing. Very physical game last week, but we came out really healthy. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. 
Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. This is Father Don Trano of the Glen Mary Home Missioners. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game Game of of the Week. Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengel. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. Tonight it's week three of the high school football season 2021. Tonight we're back at the pit at Elder High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week live around Cincinnati. You're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on the Sacred Heart Radio app and ehsports.com. Tonight it's one and one Elder taking on the 0-1 Beacon Hill from Virginia. Last week Elder played a very tough pick central team and was beaten 28-10 to despite Andrew Harp's 55-yard touchdown reception. Andrew Spinney recovered two fumbles in the game. Beacon Hill, meanwhile, they come in 0-1 after losing last week to Chocotown, Oklahoma. St. Mary's, the original opponent, had an issue with COVID-19 and could not make the trip to Elder. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 73 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating and oil and propane for the home and business needs, gas grills, Pool supplies also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road, 513-574-0061. Elder won the toss. They have deferred. They will kick off to this Beacon Hill team. Phil, don't know much about them. They, they're going to line up with Chase Settleman back deep. He's 5'9", 160 pounds. Uh, Elder will kick it off. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, we're happy that they were able to fill the, the void that we needed, you know, to get the schedule in. And, and tonight we'll, we'll see how the Panthers respond to pre- prepping for St. Mary's and then having to turn around after a day and kind of switch your focus to another football team. Setting up back deep also is uh, number 19. They'll set it up. We'll check that. That's going to be back deep is Avant Johnson for. And now Maurer will look to kick it off as we get set. To start this one from right to left, Elder goes in the home purple jerseys, the white pants. Meanwhile, they come in. The other team looks like the Dallas Cowboys road jerseys, or home jerseys, rather. It's going to go into the end zone. So Beacon Hill will take over from uh, their own 20-yard line. They're wearing the white with the white pants. They've got the blue on the sides, the blue numbers, the white helmets. Again, similar to what you see from the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Phil Bengal. 
And so Beacon Hill coming in, I mean, first off, right away, if you're in the stands or you're watching at home, you see they don't have many guys on the sidelines. So they're pretty limited as far as their depth goes. You know, look for Elder right here. To, to really try to jump on them early and use the conditioning to wear them out and hopefully put them out of this football game very quickly in the first quarter. Tony Edwards at quarterback will be in the shotgun formation. He lines up in the backfield with Avant Johnson. And now it's the give to Johnson up the middle, and Johnson's going to get across the 20 to the 21-yard line, where meanwhile Elder does a good job, and that was Bradley Horsenmeyer gets a, a tackle there. Samari Freeman up front getting a nice push on the tackle as well. But the Panther defense, you know, have to make sure that they're really getting a good push up front. We talked about that with Pick Central last week. You know, something to work on is winning that battle in the trenches. And they'll set up here. Tony Edwards at quarterback, as mentioned, in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers to the left and two to the right side. On this second down and nine at the 21-yard line for Beacon Hill. He steps back to throw. It's complete to Johnson across the 20. He's at the 25, the 30, and he's get to the 34-yard line. A good burst of speed before he is taken down by uh, Austin Bass, I believe, on the end. Let's see. Who ch- check that, Phil. Ooh. And that was Jack. So a couple of guys got down on a play, and they're going back to the line of scrimmage pretty quick here. And one of the things they like to do is really spread it out and throw those bubble passes. They go in motion this time. They're going to give it on the round the end. And across the 35, he goes to about the 38-yard line. And that was Messiah Kelvin, number 11, with the carry for Beacon Hill. They'll set up with a second down and five. While caring, when caring for a loved one with a memory care issues, you need a partner like Artist Senior Living, 579 579- 5799 Bridgetown Road. They understand when a person's memory fades, the core of a person's identity and the passion does remain the same. Art Art is senior living in Western Hills. Schedule visit 832-1597. Second down and five at the 38. They set up now to throw, looking, rolling, and now he's going to be sacked back at the 31-yard line. Elder does a really good job, and again in on the play, Bradley Horschenmeyer gets a tackle. Yeah, a whole bunch of guys got in on that play. Liam Holen was in there, uh, as well as uh, Nathan Scher uh, got in on that, too. So a bunch of good Panthers getting through, good push, making this a, a third and 12 for Beacon Hill. And we've seen it. We saw them film coming into this game. We know that they have the ability to move the football. So Elder's defense got to do a great job of continuing to get a push up front. Third and a dozen from the 31-yard line. 9.55 remaining here in the first quarter. The give is up the middle, and that's number 21. And Avant Johnson, and he carries to the 35-yard line. A gain of about four, and it'll be third down coming up. Uh, actually, that'll be fourth down coming up for Beacon Hill. Andrew Spinney comes off the, the pile for the Panthers. So after a quick series here, it's fourth fourth and eight. Uh, so we'll see what Beacon Hill is going to do on this one here. It might be just a, a short punt or could be in one of those modes, one of those teams. They're going to go ahead and go for it right here. They are. They line up in the backfield. They've got the quarterback, Edwards, in the shotgun. They go with Avante Johnson to his left side. They go in motion. He's going to look to throw the football, throws it to the sidelines, and it's incomplete. And Elder will take over on the Beacon Hill 35-yard line. So a little bit of a risk on the first drive. Yeah, I mean, if, and if they're not real confident in their punting game, which I know I saw on film, they did struggle in that department. So they probably just would rather take the chance of throw, throwing the football and see if they can get a one-on-one with Elder's defensive backs. They do have some bigger wide receivers, so they might try to take advantage of that. But that ball was just way out of space. So now what we see is the Elder Panther offense coming out, and hopefully they're going to get their, their legs back from last week after a couple times putting the ball on the turf. You know, good drive here, put the ball in the end zone to start to rebuild that confidence. 
Elder will set up first and 10 at the 35-yard line of Beacon Hill. They line up with three wide receivers to the left side. They've got Ramsey in the shotgun. He's starting off right away. They line up with Harp to the left side as a wide receiver. Now looking is going to be Ramsey to run at 35-30. He's out to the 25 to the 23-yard line before he's tripped up by number 12, Jarris Smith of Beacon Hill. So good run for Ramsey on first down. Yeah, the Panthers are going to go right back to the line of scrimmage, trying to just really wear these guys out up front. Three wide to the left on a first and 10 at the 24-yard line. And again, it's Ramsey carrying it to the 20, and he gets hit, tripped up there to the 19-yard line. A good tackle that time by number 12, Jarris Smith. Yeah, Elijah Akins was in on a help assist on that tackle but the Panthers they, they like this quick quick option going back to the line three wide to the right shotgun for Ramsey Ramsey's going to run it again 20 he's to the 15 and he's tackled back at the 13 yard line there before he's taken down by number 60 uh, for Beacon Hill and unfortunately we don't have that number <laughs> so we'll just we'll just go with it a first it's set at the 13 yard line with 830 Remaining here in the first quarter, there is no score. Beacon Hill, their first drive, they went for it on fourth down and did not get it. Elder had it at the 35. They've gone 22 yards in a few plays of a first down, and they'll set up with Hamilton now at a first and 10 at the 13-yard line. From right to left they go. Hamilton give to Flowers. No, he fakes it, gives it to Ramsey. Complete inside the to the two, to the one. A nice pass to Ramsey is complete to the one and a gain of a dozen. Elder saw him film in, in here as well as they really like the crowd in the box and then after after a run they really commit to it on our defense up right at the line of scrimmage ready ready to bite and the Panthers really quickly just ran that short little crossing route or that wide receiver screen they've been successful with with Drew Ramsey first and goal with the one Hamilton gets the snap they give to Flowers and Flowers goes into the end zone untouched for the first elder touchdown with 754 left in the first quarter the Panthers have a six nothing lead the Panthers have a, a distinct size advantage up front, so that offensive line should really get some good work in tonight and some confidence back after you know going against Pick Central. Guys much bigger and, and show that, you know, hey, we, we know what we're doing. We just got to trust, trust what we've been taught. 35-yard drive for the Panthers on five plays, and the Panthers have a 6-0 lead. Maurer looks to add the extra point. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 7.54 left in the opening quarter, it's Elder 7, Beacon Hill nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, back here at Elder High School. And it's uh, 7-0 Panthers, just what you expected. A 35-yard drive ends with a one-yard touchdown by Luke Flowers. But I, I expect that all the time. I always expect Elder to come right out of the gates if they're kick, you know, they get the ball back after they've kicked off to, to go punch it in the end zone. You know, that's what you talked about in the locker room. We're going to get a stop, and we're going to go score first right after that. And they executed that game plan. So the Panther defense coming back out, too, just talking about not giving up so much on some of those end-around runs, really still controlling the edge as best they can. 
Chase Settlement will line up back deep for Beacon Hill. They'll have Elder will be kicking off for the second time in this ball game. Elder had won the toss, and they've deferred to the second half. They have a 7-0 lead with 7.54 left. Maurer will look to kick this one in the end zone, and he does. Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. 7.54 remaining in this opening quarter. Panthers on top on a one yard run by Luke Flowers. They lead it 7 0. And Beacon Hill will take over, first and 10 at the 20. They are wearing the white jerseys, as mentioned, going from left to right in this first quarter. White with a little bit of blue. Again, similar with the Cowboys without the Stars. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right side. And they'll set up with a shotgun formation. And Edwards is going to call, and we're going to have all kinds of motion there. If your phone system putting business on hold, is is it really doing it? You can cut your cost, get the features like text, video meetings, and cloud storage, and pay less than you're paying now. Call Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation. But you can check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. So it'll be first and 15 for Beacon Hill. Tony Edwards in at quarterback. He's at the shotgun formation in the backfield. He's got Avant Johnson. In the shotgun, two wide receivers to the left side, and the throw is complete to number two across it to the 20. He's out to the 24-yard line, and Keontae Guterman gets the uh, uh, reception there for Beacon Hill. Nick Coleman was the first one there for the Panthers to try to make the tackle, and he's able to shake that off until Paff came in. Nicholas Paff came in and cleaned it up. What's interesting, Elder's defense, Zach Gutekunst playing you know, kind of deep as the rest of the defensive backs are, are crowding up front, so putting Zach back there, and you know, we saw him week one against Kevin and Catholic, you know, he really was spying those interceptions. They'll set up a second and five at the 26. They go in motion. There's the give up the middle, and it's it's crossed the 25, and that's about it as the uh, not much doing for number 21, Avant Johnson, as uh, looked like uh, Yaku got the uh, got the tackle there, George's. Liam Holm was the first one to really kind of stand that up on the, on the right side of the line, number 64, Beacon Hill. He was just able to get to his pads first and really give him a good shove, which, which caused the running back to just run right into his back. Third and four from the 26 for Beacon Hill. Two wide receivers off to the left. They line up with two wide receivers to the right. Shotgun formation for Edwards. He calls it. They go in motion, and the give around the end is number 10, Chase Settlement, and Settlement gets across the 30 to the 32-yard line before Spinney uh, greets him right there. He picks it up, but we're going to get a flag on the sideline, but it's just a sideline warning. It's nothing else other than just to, you know, make sure you stay back on the sideline. Panthers got one last week, but that does not affect the first down. Good pickup by Beacon Hill to move the football. You saw him film. They were able to do that last week when they played in Oklahoma. They were able to move the football at times when you didn't cover your assignments. And they have so far. First and 10, they'll mark it at the 31-yard line. Two wide receivers will line up to the left side, including uh, number 10, and it's Chase Settlement. Settlement only 5'9", but uh, does have a burst of speed. He was able to carry the football last time. So two wide receivers left, two to the right. Shotgun formation for Edwards. Johnson in the backfield. The, the throw and settlement is incomplete. 
in the backfield there. They were looking, uh, I guess they were off, a little off target there for Edwards to settlement. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 635 remaining here in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead, second down at 10 at the 31. They go in motion, and there's the carry across the 31-yard line, and that's Messiah Calvin for Beacon Hill. Marley Thomas, first one there for the Panthers. Andrew Spinney provided the cleanup bringing that one down for a short gain, making it uh, a third and long, marking it right at about the sticks on this. So Beacon Hill, after picking up the first down, now is faced with with a long third down situation. Yeah, this is a third and ten, Phil, right at the 31-yard line is where they'll mark it. And they're looking, Edwards went to the sidelines to uh, get the play. He's got two wide receivers off to the left side, including Keontae Guterman and Chase Settlement. One wide receiver off to the right is Atkins. They've got two now to the right side. Shotgun formation setting up as Edwards back at his 24. And looks to throw down the field. And it's uh, there. And it's going to be intercepted back at the 34-yard line. And Gutenkust, I believe, Phil, is that, that is who it is. It yep, is Zach Gutenkust went out there. He made a good read. He saw the quarterback's eyes looking down. Pass was intended uh, uh, for Beacon Hills chase settlement. I mean, he had a step on his defensive back, but Zach Gutekunst, that's why he's back there, you know, to make that read, and he just went in and basically caught it. It was almost looked like a punt he was catching. So the Panther over, uh, get the ball on their 34-yard line. They, they force out after giving up the first down, and we saw last time that offense was basically the Peyton Ramsey, or the Drew Ramsey yeah. show. I'm sorry, Peyton's over here coaching. Drew Ramsey until Luke Flowers pushed it into the end zone. They'll mark it at the 32-yard line. They'll a shotgun. It's Hamilton on a first and 10. Back at his 25. Looks to throw, and it is com- incomplete. Intended for Ramsey. And that one was dangerous. It was almost picked off by Elijah Atkins. And it looked like there might have been a little bit of uh, confusion or not as crisp of routes that, that could have been ran there. As Harp was downfield at the, at the next level, and then Ramsey was the receiver that the ball was thrown into on the inside. But a good job jumping that route by Atkins, like you said. I mean, he was able to come in and jump that route, and Hamilton did take a shot there at the end of that play, so the offensive line still still got to make sure you're protecting him. Second down and 10, ball spotted at the 32-yard line. Setting up now with three wide receivers to the left side, one to the right. Shotgun formation as Hamilton looks to, th- to throw, and he's going to run it across the 40, 45, and he's out to the 47-yard line, so a gain of about uh, 14 on that one. Ben Hamilton did a nice job really selling it there, too. He was very patient, waited for those lanes to develop that the line are setting up by getting their guy to rush up field, and then he took off down the field. We're almost right at Andrew Harp, who made a good decision of a no block there so that he could just step out of bounds, and the Panthers get the ball almost to the the middle of the field. First and 10 at the 48-yard line. They'll set up with 5.15 remaining here in the opening quarter. 7-0 already the lead. Hamilton fake, and now the throw to Ramsey complete, and he's tackled right at the 47-yard line of Beacon Hill, and the tackle by number 15, and it's Elijah Atkins. We've been calling his name a lot tonight. 6'1", 175-pound senior. Did a good job making that open field tackle as Ramsey tried to, to cut back inside and wrap him up. 
They'll mark it right at the 45. Flowers gets the carry to the 40, and he's out to the 35, to the 32-yard line. And a good gain on the play for the Panthers out to the 32-yard line. So a gain of about a, a dozen, and the Panthers get a first down. They'll mark it at the 32. Three wide receivers, and now it looks like we're going to get a timeout. So we'll take a timeout with 4.45 left in the first quarter. Elder with a 7 nothing lead on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder Football on Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, back with 445 remaining here in the opening quarter. The Panthers have a 7-0 lead. Ron's Rooston Restaurant and Pub, a west side landmark for over 60 years, and they're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roosthalfa also features barbecue ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. It's located on Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron Roost, it's clucking good. First and 10 at the 32 for the Panthers as we return from the timeout. Three wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun Hamilton back at his 41. The throw is complete across the 26-yard line, and that was number two, Zane Klusman, with the, with the reception for the Panthers. So Klusman gets that with 4.30 remaining in the opening quarter. 7-0 Panthers on the lead, and they're ready to strike again. Now that interception uh, by Gutenkunz was... Uh, Actually, his third, Phil, of the year. Right. He had those two at the beginning against Covenant Catholic. Both of them were drive killers. And that one, too, at the same regard for, for that last one. Second and three from the 26. And the give to Flowers across the 25 to 20. He speeds to the 15 to the 13-yard line for the Panthers before he is taken down by Elijah Atkins. One of the big things that you're seeing from the Panthers here is that offense line doing a good job opening up those holes quickly for Flowers. Shotgun first and 10 at the 13. Hamilton throws to the end zone. It is complete. Harp in the end zone for the touchdown. Harp gets another touchdown. He got one last week as well, and that one in the right corner of the end zone for a 13-yard reception and a touchdown. Excellent job getting the ball out quick. Hamilton did. Took that snap and rolled over. Good protection as well. Jack Connors pulled to that side of the line and just gave a little bit of protection to make sure that he could see and get that out there. Andrew Harp just made a good catch in the corner of the end zone, and now we'll have Maurer come on for the kick. 3.53 remaining here in the opening quarter, looking to make it 14. Maurer's extra point is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So 3.53 remain, opening quarter. It's Elder 14, Beacon Hill nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. 
Welcome back to the pit. It's a good Friday night. Gorgeous weather for football. Just about 73 degrees. The Panthers have a 14-0 lead. The second touchdown of the game. This time Hamilton to Harp. A 13-yard reception in the right corner of the end zone. Luke Flowers has a one-yard touchdown. It's been all Elder Panthers. Elder's done what they wanted to do game plan-wise, come out and really control the pace of this football game. And, and that's where we're looking at. Elder's going to be able to, to really, like we said, after a tough week at Pick Central, it's nice to see their offense kind of get back on track, but it's also it helps with your confidence. It does. Setting back uh, this kickoff, Mauer, his third kick of the night, and this one's going to go into the end zone again, and that is the third kick he has got into the end zone. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business or organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shops and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football at 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports shop. 3.53 remaining in this opening quarter. Panthers have a 14-0 lead. The first drive ended after four downs at the 35-yard line, and they uh, went for it. The second drive, an interception by Gutenkunst, his third of the season, and the Panthers went 60 yards for the touchdown. First and 10 at the 20. Edwards back in the shotgun. Bad snap. Going to throw it to the left side. It's complete. And he's going to get to about the 16-yard line. A loss of four yards on the play before Nicholas Paff got him. Chase Settlement on the outside makes that catch. They've ran that play several times trying to catch you on the outside. Just a quick score update from uh, around the the GCL South. Uh, the, The big game out on North Bend. Road at LaSalle. IMG is up 28 to 7 with five minutes to go in the second quarter. Second, that's a big, uh, big score already. Second down and 13. The ball spotted at the 17. Two wide to the left side and one to the right for Beacon Hill. They go in motion. There's a bad snap. Edwards going to have to keep it and he's going to be sacked back at the seven yard line. The Panthers just saw that and just did everything they could. Samari Freeman was just licking his chops, Phil. And that play, I mean, it was just broken. The snap was low. The motion was bad. I think they were kind of a little bit lost. And yeah, their offense is going to take a timeout here to, to really talk about it. That last play. They, they were struggling a bit. Yeah, it's a third and 20 coming up. Your health has always been the top priority for our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeremy, Jeffrey Fitz, that is, is always close by to help provide personalized care for our partners. And team physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for our sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do to keep the Panthers student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health. It's also a proud sponsor of high school sports. 2.58 remaining here in quarter number one. The Panthers on top, 14 to nothing. They scored on a one-yard touchdown run by Flowers with 7.54 left. Then Guttenkunz with uh, an interception, his third uh, of the year. And then the Panthers score on a 13-yard touchdown by Hamilton to Hart in the right corner of the end zone. And that is where we are, 14 nothing in this game. Beacon Hill will set up now with a, first, a second, actually third and 20. They'll mark it back all the way back at the 10-yard line. So they got to really figure something out here because they have not been able to really move the football down the field. Chase Settlement has had a couple of uh, good plays. And Edwards, the quarterback, out of the shotgun formation, they set up. They got two wide receivers to the left side and two to the right, and there's a fumbled snap. And nothing doing. It's uh, Guterman, and he's going to be sacked back. So bad snap. They actually had tried something different. They had uh, 
Jarris Smith back at quarterback. Keontae Gudeman just made a heads-up play, grabbing that ball to, to try to advance. But, I mean, this we're, we're looking at fourth and 23 here. I mean, we are really, re- really pushed back, and, and I'd hate to see – Let's see if Beacon Hill's going to go for this one or if they're going to just go ahead and see if they can can kick it uh, as well uh, on this. Maybe try to get off a, a little bit of a punt instead of giving the Panthers field position yeah, Edwards right, is, right at yeah, the seven. Edwards is lining up in his end zone. I would imagine that is what he's going to try to do here, just kick it somewhere or just throw the ball down the field at this point. They're going to set up here fourth and 23. They're back at the seven, and let's see if he kicks it. They're going to snap it. And it's a long snap, and now he's going to try to kick it and does. It's a short kick. It's going to bounce at the 30, 35, and then it takes a Beacon Hill bounce to the 44-yard line. So the Panthers, another good field position. They set up at their own 35 of their first drive. They had the ball down at their own 32, and now they're at their they're at the Beacon Hill 44. 153 to go here in the first quarter still, and the Panthers have an opportunity to, to get another score up on the board possibly here with this short field. We've seen them be able to run the ball really well with Hamilton, with Ramsey, with Flowers, and then, too, the, the completed pass, you know, big completed pass for that touchdown to Harp. So their offense is really, you know, using all the weapons that they have. First and 10 at the 43, three wide receivers to the right. Hamilton looking right, throwing right, complete to Ramsey at the 35, and he's into about the 32-yard line, a gain of 11 on first down for the Panthers, and we have a flag down back at the 20-yard line. We'll see where this goes. Going to mark this one. Let's see. Like came from the back judge, and I'm trying to see what the uh, head official is going to call here. 146 remaining here in the first quarter. Panthers have a 14-0 lead. So we're waiting on this. Uh, referees I, honestly, I'm not sure what they're going to call because I was looking at Drew Ramsey wide open by the hashes, yeah. and then I saw the flag. And it's declined. It was on Beacon Hill, so it'll be the Elder Panther. It'll be football at the 32. They'll mark the football first and 10, and the Panthers get a little bit of a break there nothing going uh they had a good first down and will jensen looks like he's coming in get a look possibly get some fullback action here three wide receivers to the left side for the panthers hamilton rolls to his left now and throws to the left complete to broxerman and he's at the 25 to the 23 yard line but a good tackle by chase settlement stopped him from getting more he came in and did a good job. And I dove down on his feet, but Broxman had just turned, so he really had no way to even try to shake him off. Broxman's a little, little slow going back to the huddle because I mean that was a, a pretty bang bang hit. Uh, so he's going to come off the field here. He'll probably be all right. I mean, you're going to get a little bit of a bruise. Klusman's going to come in uh, and replace him in this next series. And I'll set up a second down and one. They mark it at the 24-yard line. 59 seconds remaining, first quarter. Panthers with a 14-nothing lead. Three wide receivers off to the right side as Mike Kirch now, the tight end, moves wide. Looking. And now Hamilton's going to be sacked. And let's see, no fumble. They it went forward, but a tackle uh, by number 45, uh, Robert Washington on the tackle. Okay, and pass, pass protection's got to be a lot better than that. They just pin their ears back, Beacon Hill. I mean, he really got a good push up front, but just came. And it was just straight bull rush. And Elders Lyman, I mean, they were just coming back. Hamilton really had no pocket to even step up into and throw. Third down and one. The ball at the 24-yard line. It's a shotgun. It's Hamilton in the backfield. 
He's got Luke Flowers to his left side. They line up with two wide receivers to the left, including Harp and Ramsey. And now they give to Flowers. Flowers inside the 25 to the 20, 15. And he's out to the 13-yard line, a gain of 11, and a first down for the Panthers. Able to dance through there, but the Panthers going to go back to what's been successful. Let's go quick. And they'll set up here with a first and 10 at the 13. Two wide to the left. And now looking, and, and Hamilton will throw. But we got a flag down before the throw, even though Hart made a nice catch. And you're going to get a movement on the Panthers there. As, as sometimes that happens when you try to go quick. That, that can sometimes be the problem. Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football. Reliable service and prompt and quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric at 513-271-5000. 25 ticks of the clock remaining here in the first quarter. Panthers have a 14-0 lead. Harp will line up to the right side. And they'll set up now with three wide receivers to the right. And it's Hamilton on this first and 15 at the 18. They give to Flowers. He's inside the 15 to the 10, and he gets to about the 9-yard line, a gain of 9 on first down for Luke Flowers. And he is really going behind the offensive line. It's like a, he's got a, tr- uh, a whole uh, truck to follow. Doing a great job tonight as we go to the end of the first quarter. That is the end of the first quarter of play with the score, Elder 14. Beacon Hill nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit, Lynn Harvey and Phil Bengal. Uh, it is uh, getting ready to start the second quarter of play, and the Panthers with a 14-0 lead in the uh, first quarter. Uh, second, so they'll see how they, they've gotten their uh, touchdowns. Their first one was Luke Flowers, a one-yard touchdown run with 7.54 left in the first quarter. Gutenkunst with another interception, his third of the year at 5.41 mark, led to a 13-yard touchdown from Hamilton to Harp. And the Panthers now have a second down and seven. The ball spotted at the 10-yard line. Getting ready to start this second quarter of play. Shotgun formation. They line up with Ramsey in the backfield with Flowers. Two wide receivers to the left. Ramsey's going to take it himself inside the 10 to the 5, and he's out to the 2-yard line, a gain of 8. And it'll be a first down for the Panthers and goal coming up. It should be able to punch this one in pretty easy. The key is, is continue to win those battles up front, let Flowers figure out where he's headed. First and goal. They'll spot it at the 2, 2 wide to the left. And now Ramsey's going to take it into the end zone for the touchdown. So Drew Ramsey gets a two-yard touchdown run, and the Panthers now have a 20-0 lead on that two-yard touchdown run by Ramsey. His first touchdown, he did not uh, get one last week. Just an easy one there. Good push up front. Almost walked that ball into the end zone. So the Panthers able to get that quick score like we talked about. And then with this extra point, Maurer can make this a three-score game. 
will set up here for this extra point. Comes the snap and the hold. The kick is up with the right foot by Maurer, and this one is good. So with 11.44 remaining in the second quarter, it's Elder 21 and Beacon Hill nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit. It's Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. We are uh, in quarter number two. The Panthers have a 21-0 lead, a one-yard touchdown run by Flowers, a 13-yard pass from Hamilton to Harp, and a two-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey. And you are caught up 21-0. Panthers on the top, and they will go for kickoff number four. And just other scores around the GCL South. We mentioned IMG was up on the South, 28-7. St. X is up 42 to nothing on Olin Tangy, Liberty, and Mole and that game's almost near the half. And Moeller's up eight to six against East Central right now. A little uh, closer there. Eight to six. And they'll set up from left to right. The Panthers go and ready to kick it off. Now he's been able to kick it into the end zone on the other three times. The Panthers had won the toss and deferred, so they'll get the ball first in the second half. That kick is going to go into the end zone and back out of the end zone. Now, Elder is hosting a charity concert, which is sold out with Darius Rucker, but we need your help. Volunteers to ensure the success of the fundraiser, they are greatly needed. That is September 30th at the pit. Duties include ushers, ticket takers, concession, and help desk. For more details, contact Elder at 513-921-3744. We are joined in the booth by uh, Tom Reard. Tom, how you doing? I'm great. He's a elder development, yeah. and we will uh, we'll get to him in a second with uh, as we get ready to start the second quarter with 11:44 to play. It'll be a first and ten at the 20-yard line for Beacon Hill. They need something of some offense with two wide receivers to the to the right side and two to the left side. They go in motion, and now Edwards give up the middle and not much doing across the 20 to the 25-yard line. Avant Johnson gets that one, but. Uh, but, Tom, when is Eldorama and is anything, you know, anything new happening this year? Well, uh, Eldorama is Saturday, October the 9th, which is uh, we're really looking forward to because we, we had to take a year off last year because the whole world was off, you know. Uh, and so Eldorama um, is, is one of our big fundraising events that we have each year. And so we're, we're, we're glad to have it back. And uh, it's going to be a little bit casual, more casual this year, but it's going to be a fun event. Um we're going to have the menus. And there's a carry. A good game that time by number 10, Chase Settlement for Beacon Hill. They get their first real big positive uh, carry on that one. So Beacon Hill's going to get a first down, and they'll mark it about the 38-yard line uh, where they'll have it. So the Beacon Hill trying to do something here. Down 21 to nothing. They'll mark it at the 38-yard line with a first and 10 with two wide receivers off to the left side. And now looking at the play at the sidelines after getting that first down. As they have Edwards at quarterback, shotgun formation setting up. And now the give around the end, setting up across the 35 to the 40. And he's out of bounds at the 42-yard line. And that was 
Messiah Calvin on the carry. So, Tom, sorry we got cut off on that last one. Kind so of the, go through. You were yeah, talking. Yeah, so the menus, uh, it's the first time we're going to have the menus. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, big band that, uh, you know, comes, you know, plays locally in Cincinnati. And Timmy Goldrainer, who wears elder singlets, uh, crazy guy who gets up there on the stage and, and makes a lot of fun happen. So, anyway, it's going to be a little bit more of a casual event, but it's a fundraising event. And uh, we're going to have online auctions, um, or an online auction the week of the event. And then a few items that night, like the Family Crisis Fund, the Split the Pot, Heads or Tails. Um, so we, we look forward to you guys coming out to support the event and have a good time. Sounds like a good time. Second and seven at the 41, and the, the pass is complete across the 40-yard line. Messiah Calvin, and that's going to be just a quick out around the 42-yard line. They're going to say no good on that one now as it went to the went to the ground. So incomplete on that third down. So now it's third down and seven. They'll spot it at the 41-yard line. The Panthers have a 21-0 lead, 10:47 remaining. And uh, you were talking about Split the Pot stuff. What about the Super Raffle that's going on? Oh, my gosh. The Super Raffle, We've uh, the students have done a great job selling tickets, and we're going to draw that the night of the auction. So on October the 9th, we're going to pull that. Um, the grand prize is, of course, $20,000. $20, Not bad. Uh, second is uh, $7,500. Third is twenty five hundred, and fourth is a thousand. We still have one more early bird drawing at the end of September, and tickets are one for twenty five or five for uh, five for a hundred. So we look forward to uh, to that, and we hope you guys can support our super raffle and support our auction. I might throw a few bucks in that one. That Absolutely. sounds like a good one. Yeah, yeah. Then we can all use a little I bit, have right? Some, I have some tickets ready. Yeah, I, 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 do, I knew you would. <laughs> I, I kind of fig- figured you'd have some tickets with you. Third down at 12 at the 36-yard line for Beacon Hill after that flag down. And now setting up, looking to throw. Edwards is going to be rolling, rolling, through, looking, and is going to be sacked all the way back at the 15-yard line, a loss of 20 or more. The Panthers do a good job that time, Phil. Yeah, whole host got in there. Nathan Chair pulled him down. Liam McKenna back there. Samari Freeman was running. Samari Freeman got loose so quick, he thought it was a screen, and he slowed down. But now we do have a flag back at the line of scrimmage, so we'll see what this is. I think the, the holding there is going to decline it, take it back there. So another huge loss yeah, that's for Beacon Hill. That's way back to the 15. This is just a tough situation to get on a bus for this long, and they came all the way from Virginia to play this game. But uh, thanks to them for coming because – not playing the game. I mean, the alternative was not to have a game at all. So that uh, it'll be fourth and thirty-two. This is the this is where you don't really have that in your playbook on a fourth and thirty-two. So we'll we'll see what they're what they're going to do here. With the, we'll probably try to kick it again. Edwards' last kick wasn't very long. Hart, uh, they're going to have Paff is back at his fifty to re- retrieve this Uh-oh. and the bad snap and it's going to be an elder touchdown into the end zone. Elder gets a touchdown. Phil, who is it? I didn't see who, who ended up falling on the ball. I couldn't tell if Nathan Sher was the one who picked it up. But uh, I know that uh, Nick Heisel was the one who's getting all the, the accolades coming off the field. So I think Nick Heisel might have been the guy who fell on the football right up front and, and took that one down. So the Panthers can be able to come out here and, and kick this one in and, and go up 28 to nothing. And... Uh, I mean, it's just, that, that's just one of those unlucky ones. You get put in fourth and 32, you, like you said, Len, you don't practice it, and it just doesn't doesn't really work out for you. So Maurer will look to add the extra point here. And, Tom, we'll get you on the back end of this break here. And Uh-oh. the bad snap, and it's going to be hard. Uh, excuse me, path. Let's see. No, it's a throw. It's incomplete. 
and that was Autenreeb, and he could not get it in. So it's the extra point is no good. So it's 27 to nothing with 10-16 left in the second quarter. We'll take a quick timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, 10-16 remaining here in the second quarter. Panthers have a 27-0 lead. We're also joined by Elder Development Director Tom Rearing, uh, and Tom's going to talk Next, we're going to talk about the annual fund. Just give it a second when we do this kickoff. And Maurer has kicked four into the end zone. Let's see if that's his number five for him in this game. He's getting some good practice at getting this one in the end zone, which is always good for any game. And Maurer's at his 30, gets ready to walk this one up. And now the whistle blows, and we get ready to start this one from left to right. And Maurer's kick goes into the end zone. So, again, they'll start off at the 20-yard line. So talk to us a little, Tom, about the Elder Annual Fund. So the annual fund is, is clearly is, is our biggest fundraiser that we have every year, our fundraising program that um, supports 100% of it goes to our tuition assistance program. So it helps our, our, our families be able to afford the, the cost of tuition. So it, it's important that, that all of our alumni, all of our friends um, contribute to the annual fund each year. Yeah, anybody that wants to go to Elder can because of this. Absolutely. Which which is a great thing. With 10-16 remaining here in the second quarter, Beacon Hill is going to get another opportunity. They'll have a first and 10 at the 20-yard line. 27 nothing. Elder Panthers on top. Two wide receivers for Beacon Hill to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun formation for Edwards. Now the throw to the right side is complete across the 15 to the 20, and he's out to about the 22-yard line as Chase Settlement gets the reception for for Beacon Hill, so a little bit of positive yardage. But, yes, getting back to that, the ability to go to Elder and not having the, the money, that, that tuition assistance program does very well. Oh, absolutely. We You know, we raised uh, about 861000 um, this past year in our annual fund, and uh, for our 100th anniversary, which is coming up, we, we hope to get um, inch up closer to a million for our 100th anniversary year, we hope to get to a million. So we, we need the support of, of the elder alumni and friends, and, and we hope to, to, to in, always increase that each year and get Sec- more done. Second down, sorry, Tom. Second down at 7 at the 23, the handoff, and going to carry it out of bounds. Nothing doing. Going to lose a couple of yards, and the Panthers leading this one 28, uh, to 27 to nothing. 100 years United in Faith Capital campaign, which you kind of briefly talked about, uh, that because the legacy over 100 years anniversary, that's a that's a big deal. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's it's been absolutely wonderful um, working on that campaign. Myself and Kurt Ruffing and, and a few others have uh, have have helped out. Started in in, in excuse me June of 2019, and uh, and we've been going ever since, and we've raised 
Uh, about $12 million of a $12.5 million goal. So we're, point we're, five still to go, though. You need, that's you need right. that. you got to have the point right. five. got to get to the finish line here. Absolutely. That's a, It just seems like, I mean, all these things you got going on and raising money and doing this, I, I, it's, it's, I'm exhausted just listening. The, it's, the, it's, it's a lot of work. The elder alumni, they're so supportive and so loyal, and we're so blessed to have so many people that give back to our school and to our students. Third down and 10 at the 20-yard line for Beacon Hill. Two wide receivers to the right. One of the left side. They go shotgun with Edwards with nine minutes remaining here in the second quarter. The snap, this one's a better one. Edwards is going to roll to his right, looking for some help, throwing down the field, and it's Gutenkutz another. Or is that uh, Jakob? That's George's going to get the interception this time. George's gets the interception. So the Panthers, another interception. This time it's George's and his second interception of the year. And uh, Georges gets it, so the Panthers will have the football back again. So all this stuff going on, there, there's more and more. There's uh, the 100th anniversary campus showcase. It's just a great year to be at Elder. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're super excited. And, uh, you know, that we have a committee already formed to plan the events for the 100th anniversary. And so that official celebration is going to be um, start at the uh, graduation of our 100th graduating class, which will be May 17th of 2022. And, and so... From that point through the entire next school year, we're going to be celebrating the 100th anniversary. Awesome. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 41. Three wide receivers to the right side for the Panthers. Shotgun formation, Hamilton. They give to Flowers inside the 40, 35, 30, and he's out to the 26-yard line. A gain of 15 on first down for Luke Flowers, and he has really been able to move the football very well. A lot of good blocking behind that, Phil. Good read by Ben Hamilton as well to kind of pull that one down and not throw it as he read and saw what was happening with the line. And you already, too, when you make those plays, you got a short, short time to make that decision because you throw the ball and you got linemen blocking. Well, you're going to get an illegal man downfield. So good job, Flowers, finding that lane and getting in. And we got quick uh, officials timeout here. Yeah, they, can't, they can't keep up that. Panthers just keep coming back to the line. With a first and 10 at the 26-yard line, 831 remaining here in quarter number two. Panthers have a 27 nothing lead in this game. The last one coming on Nick Heisel's uh, fumble recovery into the end zone. And the Panthers on that fourth and 32 score a touchdown. So this is first and 10, 26. They go Hamilton, shotgun, Flowers to his right, three wide to the right. Now looking and now gives to Flowers again. Flowers got a lot of room. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 26 yards. Luke Flowers had, I, I, I don't want to say it, Phil, but you might have been able to score. Had so much room in that. Yeah, they would have caught me. Well, uh, that's that, true. That's you're, not, sure. you're not as young as Luke, you used Luke to be. Luke has got some speed. <laughs> One of the things that, that you saw there on that play with Beacon Hill that we saw up here was that Elder motioned and moved and really loaded up the right side, and Beacon Hill had zero reaction to it. They didn't shift their defense at all. They kept everybody in, a, in kind of a blitz formation like they'd done before. So that's why Flowers is able to hit that hole and just bust through. And, Tom, we'll keep you one more time after this break, but uh, it's, that makes it 34 to nothing with 8.16 remaining. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Missed that extra point? 
And the extra point was no good, so that was an error on my part. But 33 to nothing is your score. So the last two extra points, one on a bad snap, and that one is no good. So 33 to nothing is your score. We're joined by Tom Rearing, Elder uh, Development. And, you know, I, I had to think for a second. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, we've been going through so many scores over here trying to get this done. But uh, 33 nothing, Elder. But a lot of stuff going on. I want you to just kind of give us a, a recap. We've got uh, right now Elder Rama coming up, the Super Raffle, and the annual fund. What do we need to do to get any of that? Well, another thing that I want to bring oh, up sure. uh, that we were talking about the campaign is is the uh, the generous uh, $1 million challenge grant that that was offered to us by Harry and Linda Fath. Uh, Harry Fath is actually a St. Saint, Saint X graduate, 1959, I believe. And uh, he came to us back in May and, and met with myself and Kurt Ruffing and uh, dropped this $1 million challenge grant on us, which was fantastic. We were like, oh, my gosh, absolutely. Thank you so much. You know, it's I mean, Harry Fath is a big time philanthropist in the city of Cincinnati. He's, he donates to the zoo. He donates to Mercy Ships. He donates to, of course, his alma mater, St. X. But he's given a million dollars to Elder High School, which was pretty special. And he's doing it in honor of Elder graduate, um, 1958 elder alumnus uh dr bill meyer who lives out in the state of washington so pretty special that is very special to have that kind of alumni which are or the people just in the community they're going to give that kind of uh, a, a challenge a million dollar challenge that's amazing 715 remaining here in the second quarter beacon hill with a first down and 10 at the 20 yard line two wide receivers to the left shotgun and now it's going to be edwards going to look and he's going to be sacked back at the 15 yard line and 33 to nothing the panthers continue to do it but tom all the good work that you're doing appreciate it keep thank doing you. what you thank do you so much and thanks uh you know elder all this stuff with the money that can elder be around for another hundred years or we'll probably we still be so. doing this right absolutely <laughs> well and it's not me to thank and it's not kurt ruffing it's, it's the thanks uh, to the to the loyal elder community the family that that can continues to give back and contribute to elder high school and make our our place our community everything's so special here at elder so well, thank thanks, you Tom. All. appreciate it thanks yep. so much for joining us uh, during the second me. quarter yep. 628 remaining here in quarter number two shotgun second and 14 from the 16 yard line setting up down the field to throw and that's another interception for the panthers at the 30 25 20 15 the 10 5 and that's going to be a touchdown Touchdown by Tyler McCoy on the interception for the Panthers. Hey, Tyler McCoy is going to be pretty pretty excited about that, uh, getting into this game and just waiting on that one. And he, he just saw nothing but pay dirt as soon as he caught that pass, just right up the sideline uh, on the visitor's side. Good, Another one. Every one of these interceptions has almost been like they're catching a punt. They just get back. But Tyler McCoy goes in and makes a, a great play. The Panthers able to take this one up to 39 to nothing here. Had a little trouble on the pass, two extra points. Bad snap uh, and, and, you know, miscommunication on the hold. So hopefully the Panthers can get this one down and, and execute it. It's not about a two-point conversion or anything like that right now. It's about just getting this kick in and up. And this one was up with the right foot, and this time is good. So with 525 remaining here in quarter number two, the Panthers – have the lead. We'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. 
we immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Welcome back to the pit. The clock is a running clock now with 435 and counting left here in quarter number two. Panthers have a 40-0 lead over Beacon Hill. And Maurer looked to kick this one off again. I believe this was number six at least. Maybe not. That's all, I, I kind of lost track after a little bit. But he's got at least six kickoffs already, and they've been in the end zone, every one of them. And this one is going to go into the end zone as well. So 4-13 and counting, and the clock continues to run. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. Give you straight answers and help you uh, with looking for your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support elder football, and it's been all elder in this game, 40 to nothing. The Panthers have, have done a great job executing their game plan. One of the things that I'd like to, and I know that they want to see as a as a program, as staff too, is just really working on controlling those outside edges. They've had a couple of plays that have gotten outside, and, I mean, that's, again, they got a guy there, but that guy has to do a better job of getting off his block and getting to that position. It's like the, you know, you can only, you only do so much from the sideline. At that point, you know, players got to start making plays and getting off blocks. 320 and counting, a first and 10 at the 20. Edwards throw, it's complete across the 15. And now to the 17 before he stacked up. Uh, tough break there by uh, Chase Settlement. He he catches it, and he's got seven elder Panthers right on top of him. Yeah, the first guy there to really slow him down was, was Charlie Mormon. Uh, he kind of got him down, and a bunch of Panthers came in and helped uh, really tie that one up and put it down. But as that clock continues to kick, as we've gotten into the running clock, here uh, in the pit, but that clock is ticking to get 2.45 mark. And remember, the Panthers will receive at halftime, too. So if they get a chance to get the football back, with what we saw earlier with Flowers, there, there could be a chance they could put one another one in the end zone. They could, and with 2.33 and counting, setting up a second and 11 at the 19-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side, and now it's going to be a different quarterback, this time number 17, and that's uh, off to the side. And he gets sacked back at the 13-yard line. I think they might make forward progress a little bit there, Phil, but not much doing. Ben Volkerdeen was the one who got there and, and wrapped him up and threw him back. Uh, but the, like you said, they will mark forward progress, so it's not going to be a big loss, but it's still going to be uh, about a, a third and third. Actually, going to mark it third and nine. So he got to the sticks a little bit past and, and not as far back. A minute 55 and counting on this third down and nine. They'll mark it at the 21-yard line. The Panthers have a 40 to nothing lead. Coming up at halftime, the best halftime show in the business, the Caldwell Banker Halftime Report, brought to you by Caldwell Banker at 513-922-9400 with the guys. And they'll set up a – it's Edwards to throw. It's complete across the 30. And right to the, about the 31-yard line was Robert Washington uh, or – uh, with that, or Zion Ressi actually with the uh, reception for Beacon Hill with a minute 19 remaining on this running clock, 40 to nothing. A couple of Panthers made a tackle there. Uh, Tyler McCoy was the first one to 
the play. As we tick to about a minute here, the Panthers have already started to, to substitute some defensive backs into the football game at this point, and you're going to see a whole host of Panthers get, get some get some reps in the second half. Yeah, and I know Coach Ramsey's going to talk about that at halftime. Yeah, he's got uh, Charlie Mormon in there setting up now as Edwards. The throw is com- incomplete. It was right around the 38-yard line. And with 45 seconds remaining, they'll have to get back to the line of scrimmage here. We'll see if we get one with 40 seconds and counting. So Coach Ramsey at halftime and the other coaches are going to talk to these guys who are going to get their reps and tell them, you know, you got to be right there, be ready to be subbed into the game, have your head on so that you know that what you're doing or what's what down it is, and make sure, too, when you get in there, take advantage of, the, of your snaps. Second down and 10 at the 33-yard line with 18 seconds. They go in, and that's going to be a motion. Went a little bit too quick. He, he wanted to get out there. and uh, I think the receivers yeah. were on a different count than the line. and So as that, that clock here is just going to continue to kick, so this is that's this is going to take us right into halftime. Right into halftime. And, again, coming up at halftime, it's Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, Tom Kenny, the best show in the business, the Coal Banker Halftime Report. We are at halftime, and it's Elder 40. And Beacon Hill, nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the West Side Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our West Side Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Bengal. And here we are back at the pit at Elder High School where Elder is leading Beacon Hill 40 to nothing here at the half. It's a beautiful night for high school football, and I tell you, I know... Uh, it, it probably is not the nail biter that elder fans are used to, but I tell you what, being here and having this game being played, I'd take it any. Uh, the thought of this not happening tonight and this beautiful night for high school football would just be devastating. It is. It, it's nice. You know, the, we assume our, our spots down in, in the uh, uh, end zone uh, in the in the horseshoe and, and got to watch most of the first half from there. Um, and, and it's just a perfect night for football. There's a really good crowd out here tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, both sides are, are, are uh, you know, people everywhere. So it's you know, a really good attended game tonight. And, 
you know, the Panthers are, are uh, looking looking good. But, I mean, this Beacon Hill team, they have some players, and they've shown that, that, that they can do some things on offense and, and defensively. Their lack of depth is what's ultimately going to doom them. Yeah, Tom, over the years we've seen teams that have a lot of good, talented players, but they go both ways. Where you have a team like Elderwood, that doesn't happen. They're sitting down, they're resting, they're, they're hydrating, they're they're resting. Now, it's not a hot night. If, the, if it was a hot night, I don't know. It would be horrible, but uh, it's, it, it's tough on them. And that being said, second half, we're going to see a lot of uh, names and players. A lot of people are going to be off the bench and getting a lot of playing time. Uh, hold on here. There we go. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and it's very clear, too, watching uh, the, the Ben Hill team. Not, a number, not enough players that Elder has, but just the team concept. You know, the repetition, like you said, Mark, that, you know, the offense is the offense, the defense is the defense, special teams, and they have coaches, and they're coaching them up uh, with, with, you know, Ben Hill. It is what it is. Uh, you have the quarterback, and then he turns into the uh, starting safety uh, defense, and you, it just they're just running out of, of players. They're just running out of uh, physicality, speed, and uh, it's just a dominating effort. Uh, by you know, let's not let's give Elder all the credit too, but a very talented and good uh, Elder football team. And uh, before we go to the uh, Hoding scoreboard, uh, just want to do another shout out. I, I, I got a note my from my son, my granddaughters Lily and Lena down in Asheville are listening again to become a big oh. Elder Panther fan. So I want to say hello. Lily and Lena, thinking of you guys, uh, and uh, someday we're going to get them up here at the pit so they can have their first experience at the pit. Sounds I think like a like great it. plan. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's swing it over to you and uh, get people caught up right. on the scores. As we always say, these scores are at or near the half, and since this was a 7.30 uh, start game, a lot of these are truly halftime scores. So we're going to run down. Uh, GCL South Schools, Moeller over East Central, 15-7. to 7. All over the game you're listening to here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, 40 to nothing over Beacon Hill out of Virginia. IMG Academy over LaSalle right now, 32 to 7. And uh, St. X, 42 to nothing over Olin Tangy Liberty. And the GMC is Lakota East, uh, 14, Middletown nothing. Colerain over Mason, 14 to 7. Sycamore, 28, Fairfield, 12. Princeton had their game against Hamilton coveted, so uh, they had to look for an opponent. They found Dublin Kaufman. Dublin Kaufman uh, is uh, not a worthy opponent. Uh, Princeton 34, Dublin Kaufman 7. That helps uh, Princeton's overall record, but doesn't help them in GMC standings. Lakota West 28, Oak Hills 3. In Eastern Cincinnati Conference action, Anderson 21, Little Miami 14, Turpin 16, Loveland 14, Lebanon 14, West Claremont 7. Kings and Winton Woods nodded at 7. Baden 14, Northwest nothing. Clinton Massey 21, Fenwick nothing. McNick 34, and uh, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy another goose egg. It's Wyoming 22, Norwood 2, Port Smith over Deer Park 21 to 7. Redding 21, Summit Country Day 7. Marymount over Williamsburg 13 to nothing. Franklin over Edgewood 14 to nothing. Ross 14, Valley View uh, 10, Mount Healthy 16, Wilmington 2. A lot of safeties out there tonight. Uh, Cincinnati College Prep 14, Woodward nothing. Uh, uh, Cincinnati Country Day 16, Doan 
Community School, 6. Fayetteville Perry, 21. New Miami, nothing. Uh, another COVID game. Miami Valley Christian had to look for an, uh, uh, an opponent when Manchester stepped out. They found Worthington, and Worthington found Miami Valley Christian, and they're up 14 to nothing over Miami Valley Christian. It's Bade, uh, Batavia and Claremont Northeastern nodded at 7. Western Brown 35. Monroe 28. In Kentucky, Beachwood 14. Somerset nothing. Boone County uh, 14. Home 6. It's Covington Catholic and Lexington Catholic nodded right now at 13. Highlands 28. Campbell County nothing. Lloyd 14. Providence uh, out of Indiana nothing. And it's uh, Milan over Lawrenceburg right now. Seven to nothing, and those are all the scores we have at this point on the Prep Sports Radio Network halftime show. Before we take our first time out, I want to wish uh, Tony Cat Zero and his wife Brianna, who normally sits right below us here, a happy fifth anniversary celebrating at the pit tonight. Tony Cat, congrats! Yes, yeah, so we're Tony. Gonna, we're going to take a time out. It is halftime here, forty to nothing. It's the Colwell Banker halftime report. We'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... Buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. I'm Father Ryan Mayer, one of the Vicars General of the Diocese of Covington. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Hey, Panther fans. 
The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we're back here to pit at halftime. It's the Colwell Banker Halftime Report. Guys, you know, I'm... uh, I'm kind of an ambassador for the band. I uh, was a drum major in 1976, uh, excuse me, 77, 78 uh, year. And uh, we need to get a, a, a drive to get more people in this band. I think when I was uh, here, we had about 45 to 50 trumpet players. Uh, I know there was at least eight tuba players. So, so you're I'm, saying I'm, you made a lot of noise. We made a lot of noise. It might have been good, but you could hear us. These poor guys, uh, their brass section, uh, they got about three trumpeters and uh, a handful of... Uh, but they sound trumpet. real good. Right? They, they do sound good. They're they doing do. a good job. But, hey, if you're a young kid, you really want to get involved uh, and you start getting music lessons in a few years, you can be leading this band and uh, getting them numbers back up for the marching men and ladies of elders. So, uh, guys, uh, looking at the second half, uh, obviously, Steve, for... Beacon Hill. Uh, I was laughing before you were calling him Ben Hill. Uh, I and, was. Uh, you know, you're thinking I'm of Benny so Hill. Ahead. Yeah, I'm I was thinking. thinking uh, Hill. Yeah, 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 Benny uh, Hill. Uh, there's, there's the highlight music. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there there it is. Is. yeah so Yakety Sacks. But, uh, uh, Steve, Gosh. Uh, you know, what What do you, two weeks in a row, they've been uh, overmatched and uh, they, they just need to get uh, some plays in. And, and I think. Try to make some hay with the backup players you know, at LSU. I, I, I think it takes a lot to come out. I mean, seeing the USA in your Chevrolet only goes so far. And they've been driving all over the Dagon place. So it's like, you know, they, they, they got, got it handed to them out in Oklahoma. They, they come here. And uh, good news is it was, I think, uh, 58 to nothing uh, at halftime last week. So, um, you know, not, not as uh, off kilter as it was last week. But I, I think this is when. It shows their character. If they can get out of, out of here with their heads held high and know that they played hard and you don't see some of the chippiness that you see sometimes when teams are just outmanned and worn out. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I wrote my notes, usually my keys for the second half, yeah, I, I just one word, survive. But I, I think they need to go out of here with some pride. And I think they can do that. They've shown that they can do things. They, they show that they have some good players. They just don't have the manpower. Tom, let's look on the other side for Elder. Uh, I think they have accomplished what they were looking for. They had one good, solid half of football for the starters, and now you're going to probably see a lot of revolving doors coming in here. But uh, uh, I, I guess that's going to be the plan probably for the second half and the running clock. This game's yeah. going to be finishing pretty quick. Absolutely. I applaud Steve in his, in his words. Uh, I would say the same thing. Pride. Uh, I think Elder should do the same thing, and they will. Pride meaning uh, play the game hard, but substitute. The thing I liked like seeing in the first half was uh, Tyler McCoy. He's a he's a senior, and he had to pick six. Good for him. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, it's great. 
and, and like you know Doug said previously uh, that you know a lot of guys could be playing tonight and, and that's great because they're second and third team and and they're there every morning at the 630 practices and and they're going against the number ones and it'd be nice to see them getting a little bit of PT time in front of friends and family here at the pit and as long as no one gets hurt, and I think we're so far so good on that, uh, that you know it should be mission accomplished and moving on to next week. Well, you know, uh, before we give our plug for the post game, I want to give a plug. I know uh, the the athletic department here has has is kind of helping with the uh, charity concert coming up here at the end of the month, September thirtieth. I uh, can't wait. I got tickets for that. Darius Rucker will be playing here at the pit. Exciting. Uh, that is sold out. I'm not trying to sell tickets to that. Yeah. If you, that that thing uh, was was supposed to happen right in the middle of COVID, blah, 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 blah. You know, we know the story there. But they need volunteers. So, folks, if you ever wanted to be on the road crew, so to speak, or a, a roadie for a rock band, not that you're going to be setting the gear up, but uh, they need people working concessions, taking tickets, uh, uh, help desk, all kinds of stuff. Uh, give Elder a call and get involved. It would, I think it would be a lot of fun. I, I'd do it if I didn't already yeah. have a ticket. I have a ticket. But now they do say, don't think you're going to sit and you, it's just going to be a way to get in. You're going to be working. You can't be sitting there. Uh, you, you're not going to be up front and, and watching the concert. So, But uh, do that. So, so call them up, 921-3744 is the Elder phone line or uh, ask anyone uh, that you know there how to get involved. So, uh, guys, tonight, kind of excitement uh, for us. Uh, you know, La Rosa's has been our home for I don't even know how long, 20 years. It's been a long time. Uh, for the postgame show. And uh, sadly, they're, you know, I think, one of the hits of COVID, they, they're just closing their restaurants at 10. You know, and it makes sense. Uh, the dining room. Uh, you know, the yeah. dining room. Now you can get the carry out till sure. whenever. But um, so obviously, especially a night like tonight, if this game would not have a running clock, you'd get there at 9.30, quarter of 10, and then at 10, hey, get get out. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're at Roosters right down the street at Cook, Crookshank and Glenway. Uh, we're kind of excited to do it. I know they were all excited, all the help. We're, we're talking about it, and. They can't wait to have us out. What we need, though, is you. We, we need people there to show them what a large elder crowd would be like, and we'd love to see you there and join us. Um, you know, I know they're known for their wings, but their menu, they got pizzas. They got, they got all kinds of stuff. Sandwiches. Burgers, sandwiches, salads, and all that fun stuff. So we hope to see you out there at, at uh, Roosters following the game for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Well, that's all the time we have here. And we're going to hand it back off to Len Harvey and Phil Bangle for all the call of the section, second half right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from all family to yours. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. 
and your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at hemlockhillsresortcabinrentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back. Still at halftime, just about ready to start the second quarter of play. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and the guys uh, will be over uh, later on this evening. Well, don't forget to come back. Uh, it's the postgame show. It's Prep Sorts Radio Network game night from Roosters on Crookshank, and that will be a little bit later. Just some of the early first-half stats, uh, a correction on one of the touchdowns, the fumble recovery. Gutenkunst uh, was uh, was the one who scored on the touchdown to make it 27 to nothing. The Panthers got on the board with a one-yard touchdown run by Flowers with seven uh, with uh, 7.54 left in the first quarter. Then Gutenkunst had an interception, his third of the year. And then Hamilton to Harp. Made it 14 nothing, a two-yard touchdown run by Ramsey. Made it 21 to nothing, and Goodencuts had his own to make it 27 nothing. Extra point was no good. Then Luke Flowers had a 26-yard touchdown run to make it 33 to nothing. Extra point was no good on that one. And Tyler McCoy, a 30-yard interception for a touchdown. Uh, that was the score to make it 40 to nothing. And just looking at some of the uh, some of the numbers in the first half, it's just you know. 12 yards only for uh, Beacon Hill in the first half. Brian, uh, ben Hamilton was 6 of 8, 57 yards and a touchdown. Some of the um, some of the rushing numbers, it was Luke Flowers, 7 carries fell for 87 yards, including the 26-yard touchdown. He's got two touchdowns on the day. And the key in the second half is going to be to continue those things. I mean, you're obviously not looking to, you know, run scores up and things like that, but you've got to take advantage of, of what you get on offense. So the offense line coming out in the second half, big pushes up front, open up some big holes for those running backs. Running backs make those right reads. And like we said, at halftime, the coach is talking about all these guys that are going to get to get into this game. you got to be Johnny on the spot because of the fact that we got a running clock here. So you got to have your head in the football game, know what you're doing when you go in, and make your reps count. I mean, you don't have to take a ton of reps to get good work. 
So make sure you're ready. You know the game plan when you set foot in. But the Panthers here will get to get their offensive unit out first. And they will, and they'll get a chance here with a 40-0 lead with a, as we start the third quarter. And we'll have a running clock. So the Panthers, a little short kick. It's taken at the 40-yard line around the 41-yard line. It was carried by number 49, Josh Dugan, uh, gets that one. So Panthers get a little, they'll have a little bit of a, uh, chance for some of the guys to get in the game which uh, coach ramsey talked about you know guys that really work hard in practice and getting a chance to play so we'll try to get you updated on who's playing uh in this game get some uh, carson brown is going to play uh as a, a tight end here he'll get a chance to get in there and ben shoster is going to look like take over at the quarterback uh slot so ben shoster this is a good opportunity for him to get accustomed to kind of what's going on in the elder backfield there. They'll set up with the first and 10 at the 40. Schuster back to throw, and it's complete across to the sidelines, to the 50, to the 48-yard line, where uh, Wes Malio on the, um, yeah, Wes Malio got the uh, reception, the senior wide receiver. Quick hitter on the outside to, to Wes Malillo, and it looks like, I can't tell if we got uh, an official's time. I think we got an official's. Actually, no. Beacon Hill's going to take a timeout right, right here to start. Yeah, it's uh, they. You know, this is tough. A lot of quickness going on. Uh, immerse yourself in the natural beauty and the serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small, large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort, a proud sponsor of Panther Sports. Ten fifty-one to go here in the third quarter, forty to nothing, and we'll try to again get you, you know, accustomed to who's playing and. Uh, do that, and we'll get grab the roster. And uh, usually, uh, Elder sticks to kind of a, a set lineup. But you're going to see Ben Schoster in at quarterback. A little bit more of that. You're also going to going to see Carson Brown in the game uh, a little bit more. And we saw Wes Melillo with uh, with a catch there. So we'll probably see a lot more of that for the Panthers. So it's in the backfield. It's Summers in the backfield setting up. So they've got two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun for Schuster. And now the snap, and Schuster gets it. The Summers to carry, and Summers gets back to the right back to midfield, right around the line of scrimmage. Not much doing for him, but Summers Summers has gotten a chance to play a little bit more. Uh, when Flowers was hurt, he, he kind of went in and did a pretty good job. He had some minutes early on in that Covenant Catholic game. Uh, a little bit against Pickering Central. Right now, we have a little bit of a different offensive line up front, kind of getting their feet wet. So get a good push up front. You're still going against Beacon Hill's top guys. So even though they've been out there for a while, I mean, there is a, a clear size advantage on that defensive line right now. Schuster and Summers in the backfield to give again to Summers. Summers across the 50 to the 45. 40, 35. He gets to the 28-yard line, a gain of 22 uh, for show, for uh, Summers, a good burst of speed there. Looks like he's got some wheels. Great blocking up front. The offensive line, you do a good job. I mean, even if you, you don't necessarily have to be bigger than a guy across from you, all you have to do is be able to turn his shoulders and create those running lanes. The, the, the offensive line for the Panthers did just that. They were able to open those running lanes, get guys to rush up field, and then turn them so that Summers was able to just find. Luke Wilmink is lining up to the left and now. Schuster looking to throw. It is complete to the 25, and he's out to the 18-yard line. And that's Malillo. Malillo, yeah. 
That's a second catch. And he's got two. And that's something, you know, Panthers offense, like we said, Lund, they're not looking to run a score up here. But when you get guys in a game, you, you don't just go three you, yards. You and cannot a stop playing. You exactly. Have, no matter what, you have to still stop them. That's the way. You always say, well, they run it up. But, you know, when you got a second team going out there, they want to play. I mean, that's exactly. the way it works. First and ten at the 19-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the right, including Malio. Malio got the two catches already with Schuster's done a good job so far. And now the give to Summers. Summers going to be inside the, the 15 to about the 14-yard line. A gain of five. We have 840 and counting here in the third quarter with a running clock. The Panthers have a 40 nothing lead. So this is great getting Schuster in there. He looks like he's comfortable in the pocket, too. And Ben Schuster... You know, coming in, he's a junior. He's coming in at six foot four, 185 pounds. You know, experience on the lower levels, playing quarterback, and he can stand in the pocket and really get some throws. And the other thing is, he does have some speed if he does have to uh, get flushed from the pocket. Two wide right, second and six at the 15. Schuster gets the, uh, the snap and the give up the middle and across uh, down to the uh, Auton Reeb, I guess. So let me see, down to the 15 to the 14 yard line. And that was Evan Meyer, I believe, on the carry. Yeah, Evan Meyer was on the carry there. Just another delayed handoff on the read. Uh, a very a good pickup for the Panthers, but it brings up a third and five. And, again, Elder's just running and moving some different guys through. Ben Collins just came yeah. running onto the field. You know, Nick Salamone's out there lined up at a receiver. So a bunch of different guys. Uh, Luke Wilmink, like you said before, yeah. is out there as well. And, again, Evan Meyer in the backfield to the left side of Schoester. Schuster looking, got plenty of time, throws it, is complete to the 15, to the 10. He's out to the 5, and let's see, did he get in? He's into the end zone for the touchdown, and that was Nick Salomon. Yeah, Nick Salomon, and Sal gets a big catch coming across on just a little route. It almost kind of looks like a screen in a sense of the way that the receivers build a wall, but he was able to get through and break a few tackles to Sal. Gets into the end zone there. Nick Salmoni, great job getting getting a touchdown. And so put the Panthers at the 46 mark. And a new new kicker coming out, Mac, Max LeMasters, will kick on this one. Mac LeMasters with the extra point. Walton Reeb to hold. And the kick is up and good. So with 6.43 and counting left in the third quarter, Elder 47. And Beacon Hill nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.13751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well wardway fuels is located at glenway and bridgetown roads their number is 574-0061 wardway fuels 574-0061 550 and counting left and a running clock salimony with a 25-yard touchdown reception from ben schuster and the panthers have a 47 nothing lead thanks to rallies tonight for uh Press box food. I don't know if you got some of those mother crunchers or champ burgers, but not a bad, not a bad way to get uh, taken care of in the press box. I yeah, rallies right there up on Gomeway, up up from from Elder, a, a staple uh, for many years up there on Gomeway, and especially too a, a staple for a lot of Elder kids post uh, 
post-school meals yeah. sometimes for games and practice. A lot of walking up there, so been a been a big uh, uh, a big part of Elder. Uh, the Wilds do have always uh, sponsor different events with us as well. You know, they help out during track season too with our rallies, invitational that we have. So big thanks tonight in the press box. Yeah, and then you know talking about hamburgers, you know, I just, I, I just love it because it's easy, it's it's neat, it's not real messy. You can, you know, small hamburger is good. First and 10 at the 20-yard line for Beacon Hill. Back the throw is complete across the 25 to the 30-yard line, and that was uh, number two, Keontae Guterman uh, for for Beacon Hill. And they'll run it with 4.30, and the clock continues to run in this running clock with third quarter, 47-0 Elder Panthers. But, you know, just thanks to Beacon Hill for coming here tonight because that's a lot to take in from Virginia all the way to Elder. Uh, but thanks to them for coming here. Yeah, absolutely, and on such short notice. Yeah, first and 10 at the 31-yard line. They set up, and there's the give up the middle across the 30-yard line. And that was Robert Walsh, uh, Zion uh, Reese with and the carry. Andrew Rolfus with a quick tackle for the Panthers. Last play, Finley and Morgan were on the tackle for the Panthers. A lot of guys running in and out on that defensive line. That was a quick hitter there for a short gain for Beacon Hill, only about a yard picked up, bringing up a second and nine. Yeah, you're seeing Jimmy Finley out there in defense, uh, 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 defensive back. At, he's at his 40-yard line, second and nine at the 32. There's the pitch out to the left side, and it's going to be taken down at around the 33-yard line. He was met uh, by Elders, number 22, and did a nice job. Jimmy Finley, I just talked about him, and he made the tackle. Yeah, great job by the Panthers there, just stringing that one out. First guy to the pile was Rudy Hoffmeyer, and he helped it to run that play towards the sideline. Now you're looking at a third and eight. One of the things you can obviously tell, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, Beacon Hill is is getting exhausted right now as the Panthers just keep running. It's it's like hockey lines coming out. Yeah. Johnny Stroudberg is in the game, number 30, off to the right side on the 40-yard, third and eight at the 33 for Beacon Hill looking to throw, gets hit as he throws down the field, and it's incomplete. That was intended for Guterman. With Casey Sullivan providing the pressure for the Panthers, able to able to get in and uh, get a quick hit on that one, and that ball just sailed. So now brings up fourth and eight, sitting at the 33. So uh, I mean, we've seen them punt before, see them probably line up. The, the Panthers, if that happens, I mean, Cam Morgan is back in that safety position, and he's back deep, so he could easily field one of these kicks if necessary. Fourth and eight at the 33, setting up is Edwards back. 47-0 Panthers, running clock, 2.20 remaining. The throw down the field. It is complete at about the 47-yard line. Guterman made the tackle. Oh, excuse me, Guterman made the catch, and the tackle was by number 34, Justin Kelly. He's out there at six foot one against some of these defensive backs, at five eight, five nine. So they were just to throw a jump ball across the middle. First and ten at the forty-seven for Beacon Hill. One wide receiver to the right, make that uh, a man in motion, and the give around the end, and not much doing. He's going to lose a couple of yards. That was uh, Messiah Calvin on the carry. Andrew Willenborg with the tackle for the Panthers. He was just right there as that pass, as that handoff happened. And we're ticking, you know, Len, other bad thing about the running clock, though, is you're trying to sub guys in. We are ticking to the one under 130. You know, I want to talk to you about that because, you know, I, I know the idea of the rule, and I, I, I like it, but I don't like it so early. I would rather see you play three quarters, 
this way you can get your subs in because even for a team like Beacon Hill, this is not good. Uh, second and 13 at the 44 because you've got a situation where they can't even get a playoff. You know, they're, it's um, it's almost not fair to either team. And the ball down the field, and it is incomplete. Uh, as, you know, those are the type of things. The Panthers, uh, number eight, Cameron Morgan, he was looking to get that interception. You know, you don't get a chance to play very often. You want to get out there and get an interception. And it's, it's um, you know, the 21-yard touchdown or 25-yard touchdown earlier by Tyler McCoy. And uh, I've got a story to tell you about my little peewee football history with that. But we'll go we'll go with uh, 35 seconds. We'll probably get to the fourth quarter for that story. But one wide receiver off to the right side. Make that two now. Two to the left. As they look at the clock with 25 seconds on a theme. Ball spotted at the 44. And now Edwards looks to throw. He goes down the field. He looks, and it's up in the air, and it is... Incomplete, and Elder another chance at an interception was Luke Path had a had an opportunity there, and that will do it for the third quarter of play, as the Panthers have a 47 nothing lead. We'll take a timeout after three quarters and come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. I am Father Larry Tharp, pastor of Sacred Heart in Fairfield. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal back here at the pit, getting ready to start the fourth quarter of this game, brought to you by Holding Realty. Proud to bring you elder football the next time you're selling your home or looking for the new one. Uh, call one of the elder grads on the Hoding team, and that's Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Give them a call for all your real estate needs at 451-4800. Fourth and 13 at the 44-yard line for Beacon. And they set up with two wide receivers to the left, and Edwards going to throw it down the field to the right, just throws it up there, and it is incomplete. And Finley had a shot at it, but uh, it was a little bit overthrown. Yeah, we're getting a lot of jump balls right now being thrown by Beacon Hill down the field as this clock just ticks. I think that's kind of what they're going to be happy doing uh, as we roll through this fourth quarter. 11.20 to play. I wanted to tell you that story about uh, the interception. So I, I, I saw the, the, the giddiness, you know, when you're a kid and you get a ball in your grass, Tyler McCoy, right, and you get to run it in the end zone. Well, I had a similar thing, except it didn't go as well. So I had a situation where the ball, I was a defensive back. It was right in my hands, like literally going to run 60 yards for a touchdown. And I looked away, and the ball went into my teammate's hands, and he ran 60 yards for the touchdown. So that was my claim to fame. I was good enough to just knock it down, I guess. Yeah, so you were you were seeing it before, before it happened. Yes, I saw it all in my head. First and 10 at the 44-yard line, setting up now. 
Evan uh, sets across the 40 to the 43-yard line. And was that uh, Autenreeve, I guess? Yeah, that's uh, he's getting a chance to play. Normally just holding, but uh, doesn't gets to carry the football this time. Mark Autenreeve. Second and four at the 37-yard line for the Panthers. They line up to the right side, and Luke Wilmink is wide receiver. Schuster now, the give to Auten Reeve. He's going to roll to his left, try to get positive yards. Stiff arm, 40, and he's down to the 38, and finally knocked out of bounds by number 55, Marcus Brooks, or number 56, Marcus Brooks. And nothing really going there for the Panthers. Just couldn't get a huge game. I mean, you pick up a little bit. Otten Reeve fights at the end of it, but just not not much much taking place on that play. 9.40 remaining in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 47-0 lead. There is a running clock. Petmonts uh, sells fresh pet foods by the pound, and it's made locally in Ohio. And with free delivery, free next-day delivery, visit online uh, at petwantscincywest.com. Dot com. 9.23 remaining here. It's third and two at the 36-yard line. And we'll finally get too many men on the field, or they finally get a time. Well, now they're going to set it up again. So Schuster with two wide receivers to the right on this third down and two at the 36-yard line. They give to Ottenreeb off to the right. Ottenreeb 35, and he gets to the 30-yard line before he was taken down. And another good tackle by number 10, Chase Settlement, for Beacon. they got to be exhausted, though. They're gassing. You can see playing both ways, and uh, that's a lot for them to handle with 8.48 remaining. For the fir- first ice for Cyclones is October 30th. You can get your full season or partial season tickets now. Heritage Bank Arena rocking again this season to visit CyclonesHockey.com. For schedules, promotion, and fun, Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just again. Can't believe we're talking about hockey already. But it is September. A September to remember. First down and 10 at the 30-yard line. Shotgun for Schuster. Two wide receivers to the left. Auten Reeb in the backfield and the give to him. Inside the 30. Nope. He gets back to the 30. And that's about it with 8.15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. But uh, next week, we are not on on Friday. We are on Saturday. Correct. Saturday. So don't forget that. Have a nice afternoon. tilt uh, against uh, St. Edwards. St. Edwards will be coming down here, so on September the 11th, they have a lot planned for that. You know, tonight, one of the things that we dedicated out in the Alumni Terrace was the POW MIA chair uh, permanent fixture for all of those who haven't returned home, that they always will have a, a seat here at Elder High School for them, uh, and we'll talk more about that in a second. And again, Schuster's going to keep it himself, and he tripped, but he got to the 20 20- Seven-yard line, a gain of three. It'll be third down coming up. Why don't you finish that, Phil? And just very quickly, we, we were able to secure funds through a lot of, you know, great elder uh, people who donated to it. And so we have this chair here, and then we will be installing two more, one down at uh, the soccer uh, and soccer and uh, track complex and then another one at the baseball stadium in the springtime. So we have two more permanent ones, uh, and we hope to help share this throughout the GCL South as well to get this established at all the other GCL South schools. It's a great idea. Third down and nine at the 28. Schuster, shotgun, looking to throw. He's going to run it. Run it inside to the 26-yard line, a gain of two. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. So the Panthers will look to try something here. Red Wing Shoes for over 114 years. The Red Wing Shoe Company of Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with Red Wing Shoes, stores ultimate fit experience. You can receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting 
and products best suited for your work environment. You can visit them at the Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Get the ultimate fit experience at any of those five Cincinnati locations. 628 remaining on this fourth down and seven from the 26th for the Panthers. One wide receiver to the right. Schuster sets up. Auten Reeb the, uh, gets in motion number 10 this time, the other Auten Reeb. And now looking, throwing to the right side is complete at the 20-yard line, which was going to be short of a first down. So it looks like it'll be Beacon will take over on that fourth down. Yep, and the defense going to come out on the field. So uh, the clock still continues to run, though, through here. So we still continue to click. So Elder's offense just not able to, to really get the ball moving like they would have hoped on that last possession. I hear Chris Berman saying, tick, 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 tick. That's uh, in my head now with 540 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 47-0 lead in this ballgame. Running clock, and they set up now with this first and 10 at the 21 for Beacon. They line up with two wide receivers to the right side and two to the left. Make that three now to the left side. Shotgun for Edwards, back at his 12. Looking to throw, running, running, and he's going to throw this one away. Slipped out of his hands, and it goes out of bounds at the 15-yard line, but... Uh, Luckily, it did go out of bounds because he would have been sacked back at about the five-yard line. Don't forget, it is our first one of the year, and it is our new sponsor. It's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night from Roosters on Crookshank. Come see us. I'll I'll be out there when we get to everything. But it's Steve Bengal, Mark Bengal, Tom Kennedy. Hopefully, a lot of listeners will come out and uh, support uh, Roosters on Crookshank. Come take a look. It it was La Rosa's for a lot of years, and... uh, now it's uh, Roosters. and There's a great location right on Crookshank again, just right on your way home from the pit. Stop in and get, get something to eat and, and, and sit down and hear about high school sports wrap-up for this week. Second and 10 from the 21-yard line. Edwards throwing down the field, and it is complete at the 50-yard line. And that was Keontae Guterman with a nice catch across the middle. And he's putting his arm out. First down. It's like I, uh, I, I, I applaud him that he got a first down because it's hey, been a while. Yeah, but it, it was a, it's a win for him. Might as well at this point. Absolutely. Second down and 10 at the 21-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right side. Four minutes and counting remaining. 47-0 Panthers with this running clock. Guterman now lines up to the right. Shotgun for Edwards at the 50-yard line, just right about the 49 of Elder. And now a little motion there, so no flag. They throw it to the left side. It is complete at the 50 and gets back to the line of scrimmage. That is about it for Chase Settlement. So that uh, with 3.28 remaining, got to get this one in. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. It's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pet Boys. 3.10 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Panthers with that 47-0 lead coming up next week. We will be on Saturday afternoon. It'll be a four o'clock kickoff and there's a bad snap and it's going to be Edwards back at his 39 yard line he will fall on it so it'll be fourth down coming up for Beacon navigating the exciting real estate market takes experience and your west side experts is call a banker buying your dream home or selling your current home 
is skillfully guided by your Caldwell Banker agent. 922-9400 or on the web at CB, as in boy, homes.com. 2.30 remaining in the fourth. Three wide receivers off to the left side. Now they're going to go with two and two. Two left, two right. Shotgun on a third and 22 from the 39-yard line. Down the field. Again, it's up for grabs. Jump ball and out of bounds. Off to the left side. And we're going to get a flag on the left side. I think it was uh, Jimmy Finley. Yeah, and they're just going to say it's pass interference, just collision beforehand. So Beacon Hill's going to go ahead and move, get to move this ball up. But we are we're under two minutes now in this quarter. Now look no further than Hemlock Hills Resort Rentals for the top-of-the-line vacation cabins throughout the Smoky Mountains. From small couples' cabins to large family reunion units, you can visit them all at hemlockhillscabinrentals.com. That sounds pretty good. I'm kind of needing a cabin rental maybe. Third down and seven. Ball spotted at the Elder 46-yard line. With a minute and a half left, 47 nothing. The throw is off to the left side and completed the 38-yard line. It's Guterman. Guterman again with another reception. He's had a pretty good uh, stretch here. And it, it's come a little bit late, and, and that's fine, too. No. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're going against. Like we talked about, it doesn't matter who the guys are on the field. I mean, they're still getting their reps. They're still trying to stop you. And, I mean, you're still doing, you know, running your routes and, and getting positive plays. Panthers with a 47-0 lead with the last minute of play here in the fourth quarter. Shotgun, first and 10 at the 38. Throw, it is complete, and it's at the 40. And back to about the 36-yard line, a gain of about two on that one, and that's Messiah Calvin. Mikey Coffin in on the tackle there for the Panthers as we tick to the 35-second mark, and we'll see if Beacon Hill tries to get off another one, which I think they will here. Down to 28 seconds with a second down and seven. And now the referee is going to call. Beacon Hill's going to take their timeout. Take a timeout, yeah. Can't take them to Virginia with you. (laughs) No. That is, that is correct. You cannot take them to, to Virginia. Don't forget again, we'll uh, mention, come out after. It's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night from Roosters on Crookshank with Steve, Tom, Mark. I'll be out there after as well. So uh, stop by, get yourself uh, a drink, some food, enjoy yourself, listen to great high school sports because there's nothing better than listening to uh, the guys do the uh, wrap-up show because they do a, a great job talking about high school sports. You'll get all the scores, and Steve Bengal has his uh, computer, and he goes through it, and I, I still don't know how he does it. He has yeah. every single score, but 24 seconds remain in this one, 47 nothing. Elder's going to go to 2-1 and one on the year, but they've got a tough game coming up against Lakewood St. Ed's. On Saturday. That'll be a great one to be at and a nice afternoon game uh, on September 11th. So we'll uh, hope to see a good crowd. They had a great crowd tonight as yeah. well. Absolutely phenomenal. So hopefully the same thing will come uh, on uh, that game on next Saturday. Second down at 7 at the 35 with 18 seconds. This probably will be the final play of the game. Edwards back at his 42. Now rolling to his left and is going to be sacked. Back at the 45-yard line, and a big sack by Mikey Kaufman. So Kaufman gets the sack, and that's got to be fun for him. Yep, and that's that's it. That's the end of the fourth. That is. We will come back, and we'll talk about the Cooper Electric 
star of this game. But once again, the final score, it's Elder 47 and Beacon Hill nothing. We'll come back and wrap this up from the pit in a moment on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center. Repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, on the web at hoding.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, a victorious game for the Elder Panthers, a 47-0 win, and the Cooper Electric star of the game is Luke Flowers. He had a great game, a one-yard touchdown run, then had a 26-yard touchdown run as well. Luke Flowers finished with seven carries for 87 yards and two touchdowns, and he is our Cooper Electric star of the game. Great job tonight, Luke Flowers, and that's something, like we said, we want a nice, uh, uh, a really good uh, goal showing for the Panthers tonight at their last week pick central, give them some confidence, and I think this will help Luke Flowers really get some confidence back in his game as they go against St. Ed's next week. Now his offensive line also did a great job of giving in some lanes, and he made some great reads. So the Panthers will be able to take a look at this film, see what you did well, see what uh, you need to improve upon. And then after tomorrow, after film's done, they'll probably go at 8 or 9 in the morning. Once that film's finished, we're on to St. Edwards. On to St. Edwards. Ben Hamilton had a good game. He was 6 of 8 for 57 yards and a touchdown. Ben Schuster came in, did a nice job. 4 of 4, 40 yards and a touchdown, including one to Nick Salamone. Uh, gets a touchdown yeah. in the end of the game. Uh, Tyler McCoy gets a 30-yard interception return for a touchdown. Uh, we had uh, Gutenkurst, Gutenkurst uh, had an interception and also a touchdown on a fumble recovery. So a lot of good stuff in this one as the Elder Panthers do a good job, 47 nothing. 
Phil, any last uh, words? I just think that it's absolutely fantastic that Beacon Hill came and played this football game. I mean, to, to accept the challenge, to play on short notice, you know, my hat's off to them. You know, that's something that there are a lot of teams that, that don't uh, jump on that. Uh, but during COVID, I mean, everybody's got to, you know, make their moves. And so teams that are willing to play on short notice, whether it's Beacon Hill or anybody else throughout the city that did that this week, you know, my hat's off to them. But really, it's it's time to get ready for, for, the, for the meat of the schedule. I mean, St. Ed's going to be very tough coming in here, but it's going to prep you for the GCL South and it's going to get you ready to, to really – start that that part of the season and start that part of the season turning over where everything's going on so hopefully the panthers have that same mindset and get back to work tomorrow absolutely well a great game a 47 nothing win by the elder panthers thanks to uh, tom rearing who joined us uh from elder talking about all the development that's going on at the elder so thank you to him thanks to uh, mark bengal to steve bengal to tom kennedy tom kennedy to paul lockman uh back at the studio and thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers win 47 to nothing. Next week, the game moves to Saturday as Elder takes on Cleveland Lakes, Lakewood St. Edwards with a 4 o'clock kickoff with the pregame show starting at 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. For Phil Bengal, Homeland Harvey, so long for the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network game night from Roosters on Crookshank. Come out and see everybody with Steve, Tom, Mark. You've been listening to the Elder Panther football game of the week, the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther game of the week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. It's time for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Brought to you by Rooster's Restaurant, a fun, casual joint. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with your hosts, Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. All right, here we are, our first inaugural night at Roosters on Crookshank Avenue. So happy to be out here. Uh, and it's you kind of get, uh, it's like going to school for the first day, you know. You, you've done something a million times, but then you, uh, it's like you got to go back, and it's a new yeah. thing, new environment, uh, everything. Back at La Rosa's, we, we knew where everything was and so forth. Uh, I'm on the wrong side of the room. I know. Yeah. We're, we're all laid out. Our feng shui is just not the way it normally is. But we're going to get through it. It's going to be a great place. We hope you can come on out and join us. Great place atmosphere, is filling yeah. up. Uh, it is. Yeah. Jonathan Mashuga is walking in the door. Uh, that kid goes back to our post-game yeah. show eons ago. Uh, yeah. You know, back when he was a little grade schooler. So uh, he's here. And so... Come on out to Roosters and join us uh, for the, the post-game show. First night here, a little, uh, little excitement. It's kind of neat. I'm it, sitting here. i got the, uh, the garage door open and the yeah. fresh air coming open in. Open air. Uh, yeah, so you could probably see my back as you're pulling in here. I'm right <laughs> up against the wall here, or the, 
the netting. Yeah. So to keep keep it's, the fans it's away. It's a glare off your head is what they're hitting. Well, it's it's dim, so you can't really see it ah, that bad. So what the uh, headlights might hit it. Yeah, right. That did. Yeah, it's like, hey, there's a blinking headlight. Yeah, but we're like in the party room back here. Plenty of big screen t- televisions. Uh, you, you so you won't miss anything. We have college football. We got the Reds going. If you so, come on out. You're not going to miss anything in regards to sports. And then you get to listen to us about recapping the elder, a big elder win tonight at the pit. Big 47 to nothing win over a team. Uh, honestly, was a little overmatched. Uh, obviously, uh, it doesn't take much of a genius to describe that one. But thank God they they decided to come up and play because it would have been a big loss for the community not to have. That game played tonight, it was the excitement at the pit. People just, you know, well, let's put it this way. It was one of those perfect fall nights. It's cool, crisp, comfortable, uh, and that's that's what you want. And it was great. Everybody uh, uh, was filling up. The smell of the hamburgers were wafting in uh, and uh, the band playing and just the excitement. So very, very good crowd. I don't know what the attendance had been up in that 8,000. Uh, range, but it, it was uh, very good for a non-league team coming in here. Of course, the meat of the schedule, as Phil just said, comes up next week. St. Ed's from Cleveland coming in on Saturday, so that uh, will be a 4 o'clock kickoff game next Saturday at the pit, and we will be here as well uh, on uh, after after that game. So let's see, 4, 5, 6, about 6, 30, 7 o'clock yeah. out here. We'll be here, so uh, join us again. But, uh, guys, uh you know, the, the, uh, the, the, there's something about being at the pit watching a football game. We know it's a top ten place uh, to watch a football game in the United States. We've been there a gazillion times. Uh, the newness is not there for us, but it's still it's exciting to be there. It is, and it's exactly where high school football should be played, at the high school on a Friday night in a packed stadium. And uh, that's what they served, and that's what they provided tonight. And... Uh, it, it really felt good to be back at the pit. For me, it's been my first time this year. They, I missed the first game against Cubcath. But uh, there was this energy. The fans were engaged. Uh, the student body, they were definitely engaged. Uh, so it was a good win. And I think the best news is they came out of the, out of the game pretty much healthy. We'll have to find that out later or early next week. But I think, uh, you know, going into the pit next Saturday, Against Lakewood State, Ed, uh, coming off this win, two and one, going into week four, they're in a pretty good position. Yeah, they, they are. A um, lot of lot of exciting games in this area tonight. You know, and, and a lot of uh, crazy COVID games that got called earlier in the week and quickly rescheduled, and and that's one of the complications that. Uh, had the St. Mary's team knew this uh, COVID protocol was going to come earlier, yeah. Elder probably could have had a more of a local team, perhaps Springfield, uh, Princeton, Princeton, or whoever. There's a couple other ones as well. But that didn't work out by the time they got into that, I guess, the the, the portal of, of, of splitting up who's, who's going to go where. Yeah. It was too late, and uh, they got on. They, they, from what I understand, they, they contacted a – a broker and uh, this team uh, was available. Now, the, they were supposed to play a team in Camden, Georgia, that fell that fell through. Right, and yeah, the funny thing, and, and I know uh, our producer Paul said, uh, 
he's going to play a game every time we, we say uh, Bishop Sycamore. But uh, the, the parallels were made that this team, because it doesn't have a actual school building, it's not it, it it's kind of a, a resource school where they do uh, uh, homeschooling and and, uh, and 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 the kids are doing this because they want to get their seen by um, right. recruiters and play. Uh, yeah. Kind of like uh, football north out of Canada. That's a great comparison. Except they're just they're in their infancy stages. I, I have to say, the kids were well coached. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 were they like well Steve said they were well yeah. mannered. No chippiness. It was not. They represented themselves extremely well, they and did. Uh, they they played the game the best they could. They just were outnumbered by, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how Elder had four times the players that they had. And, and at the end of the game, Elder was just uh, player after player after player. Right. And to your point, Mark, they're, they're in their infancy, so it's, it's tough to kind of <clears throat> get some teams scheduled. But Elder's a type, typical team in school that these kids want to play because they want to play the best of the best so they can see, be recognized for college recruiters and college coaches. <clears throat> and the only way to do that is to play the best. And until you play the best, you won't have that opportunity. So uh, it, it's kind of like a catch-22 for the for the uh, school right now. But for the most part, uh, you know, good luck to them. They handled themselves very well. They did. They did. Um, the the other exciting game in the area, obviously, was out on North Bend Road, IMG Academy, the team that played Bishop. Uh, Sycamore, Sycamore. Uh, which was kind of, and we'll talk later, and we don't have time to touch on it now. We'll, we'll touch yeah. on, in, in segment three or four, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, they are the number two ranked team in the country, and by all means, I mean, they have the most NFL players that graduate from there and, 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 and go on. So uh, they, they were handling LaSalle. Uh, it was about 32-7 to 7 at the half. I have a final on that if you're so interested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, IMG Academy won 58-7 to 7 over wow. the LaSalle Lancers. LaSalle drops to 2-1 and one on the season, and IMG Academy advances uh, to 2-0. Uh, and, oh. and, and LaSalle's a, a great program, so you know IMG Academy – was really bringing it. Yeah, I mean, they, they they're playing at a whole nother level. Yeah, they they are. It's a uh, uh, well oiled machine. It sounds like. Yeah, and it's an honor uh, for LaSalle. They they knew what they were getting. I mean, when you have a yeah. team that's got ten to twelve big Division One players, and many of them will be playing on Sundays eventually, and and you know LaSalle is a Division Two school. They have great athletes. Great. Team, yeah. all that, yeah. But you, you know, you you just don't have the numbers to compete with that. Yeah. And uh, but you know, hats off to the Lancers. Hats off uh, to Pat McLaughlin, the, the head coach of LaSalle. Just like any other GCL South team, that they take on all comers. They're not afraid uh, to play the best, uh, and it probably helps that uh, you know there's 16 teams making the playoffs. But whatever the reason, it doesn't matter. It's good to play the best because when you play the best, then you can measure yourself against how you rate against the best. And so uh, hats off to LaSalle. 
uh, they're going to be better off for playing this game than not playing this game. There's a lot of big games uh, all over, and, and I know uh, our, our game, I, you know, trying to predict the, the people here at Roosters, when are you going to get, get back here, when are you going to get on the air and so forth. Uh, honestly, I was like, I don't know because the game's starting at 7.30 versus yeah. 7. And plus, I thought, well, potentially if Elder would get up by 30 and the running clock would occur, and it, which it did, uh, so we're here actually we're normal close, time. Close to normal, yeah, maybe a few minutes early, but yeah, um, <clears> Bill, for the most part. Bill uh, Levitt, the GM of uh, Sacred Heart Radio, had the the, the computer program to, for us to take it to 10:57. So I'm like, oh. we have a long time to, to cover. We although do. I don't know if Paul needs us to do that or not, but I'm just saying, yeah. it's, it's uh, what it's he said. Well, we, it's available, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can do that. But there's a um, it, 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 it's you never know what's going to happen, and, uh, and and but you know what what we saw tonight is not what you're going to see next week when St. Ed's rolls into town. You're going to see, uh, as you called IMG, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. This is uh, we, we've seen them many times, and it's going to be a big, big matchup next week for the Panthers. So I don't know, Steve, if you're ready. Uh, it's, I'll it's, give you what I got. You know, I was back in the back room, and and I was surprised that the back door was open and. Warming up in the back was uh, uh, our friend Steve Geis. And Un- unbelievable. It, yeah, he, he uh, <laughs> we can't get rid of him. He was yeah. uh, always at La Rosa. He's a fixture. Yeah, so if we can get them to walk in from the back, here they come. They're, they're I'll walking. give him a little time. Yeah, here they come. Yeah. There he is. The kitchen's a little farther away than it was. It uh, is. Uh, there was no stromboli back there. It's uh, no, no. more American kind of food. Yeah. No Italian. Although they have pizzas back there. They uh, do. They have all that stuff. So. Playing with drumsticks. With yeah. 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 Uh, all right, but Steve. Let's, all right, let's look here we at go. the scores uh, tonight. Uh, I don't have a final on the Moeller East Central game, but Moeller was up 35 to... to uh, seven or uh, or so, wow. so or the, so they were, Moeller was pulling away. That was a third or fourth quarter score. Uh, Elder forty-seven, Beacon Hill nothing. IMG Academy fifty-eight, LaSalle seven, Saint X forty-nine, Olentangy Liberty nothing. The GMC action it was Colerain over Mason, uh, twenty-one to sixteen. So Colerain gets off the snide with that win. They get the first win of the season. They're one and two. And uh, Mason drops to one and two. And more importantly, GMC uh, that, that uh, puts Colerain in first place in the GMC right now uh, with no other scores coming in in, in league action. Uh, Princeton had to substitute out Hamilton for Dublin Kaufman, uh, and uh, Princeton won that game 44 to 14. So Princeton a winner with their, their COVID substitution game. In Eastern Cincinnati, Conference action. It was uh, Kings and Winton Woods squaring up, both coming into the the, the, the game. Uh, you know, the first week of play in Eastern Cincinnati Conference action, and this one went down to the wire. Kings winning that game, 14 to 13. Wow! So wow. Uh, talk about uh, the nail biter. We didn't see. They saw one at Winton Woods, and that's Winton Woods' second straight loss because they lost 21 to 7. At Lancer Stadium last week, so, so they dropped a one and two, one and two, one yeah, and two, one and two on the year. So in, in non non league and non conference action, it was uh, Baden thirty five, Northwest nothing, Clinton Massey forty four, Fenwick uh, a goose egg, McNick over Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy forty one to nothing, 
Wyoming over Norwood, 36-4. Marymount outlasts Williamsburg, 33 to nothing. Uh, Fayetteville Perry all over New Miami, 56 to nothing tonight. Uh, in a, a cross-state game, Bacon over Newport Central Catholic, 48 to 13. Wow. Holmes, uh, 28. Boone County, 14. Just think, think of football days of yore. Holmes and Boone County. Yeah. Uh, uh, Holmes uh, crushes Boone County 28 to 14 tonight, or at least doubles up on them. Highland back to their old form. They're 3 and 0 now, 42 to 7 over Campbell County, and in Indiana, Franklin County 54, Rushville uh, nothing. So those are the early scores that we have. Uh, we'll be working on those, and uh, hopefully we'll bring you a better picture of what went on in the tri-state a little bit later on. All right, uh, somebody shoosh Steve guys out yeah. here. We get him, get him out of here. Come on, get your chicken wings, Steve. Yeah, oh, yeah. move and, on. Yeah, and and uh, Eaton and Talawanda are in their first team to fourteen. The score in that game. Huh? Yeah, I know Tom used to date a girl from Eaton. Yeah, I did. Yeah, back in college. Back in the day. Yeah, before he met his lovely Linda. Yeah. Linda's smirking over Linda's there. smirking. Yeah. Linda's but not even paying attention. She's, uh, she's, heard, she's her, jealous. She's heard your little stories. Yeah. She's je- jealous. Yeah. All right. You know, last year we were with the COVID stuff. A lot of things just didn't happen. And one of them was the Sophie's Angel run. They did the... Yeah. The, the, the uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the virtual. The virtual. They, actually, they didn't even do a virtual, I don't believe. Okay. They just uh, asked people to, to, to donate to, to the good cause, but I don't think they actually ran a virtual last year. Well, uh, they are doing it for real this, this year. This year. And I know we probably will be in it again. I don't, uh, and so, uh, but we have Mark and Missy Meinhardt here. Uh, the originators of Sophie's Andrew One are going to join us when we come back, and we're going to talk about it and give it a little plug to get some people interested and get about it. They always associate it with the St. Jude's uh, Oktoberfest, but they now do. this year it's going to be the Oktoberfest Festival because the festival. festival is pushed back as well. And what does the J stand for, Mark, for oh, St. Jude? St. Jude, I went there. Uh, J stands for genius. There you go. Uh, we used to call it the Academy, and, and, and my... <laughs> Steve's uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve's uh, grandson, little Steven, uh, goes oh, to the academy. He's a full dog, he's right? A full do- yeah. Well, they call him a bull now. Uh, whatever they call. Oh, him. that's that's the, that's just a football team. Okay, that's, oh, okay. The, that's combined our Lady Lords uh, uh, St. Jude's football team. Okay, is the volunteers or the balls? Uh, okay, okay. Well, he he's uh, he's doing us proud. That's Very, all I can say. Of course. Yeah. So well, we're going to take our first time out here. When we come back, we'll be talking to Mark and Missy Meinhardt. Plug in the Angels run right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, live from Roosters in the West Side. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 513-271-5000, 271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. 
The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, let's go back to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. And we are back at Roosters on uh, Crookshank and Glenway. Uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, the pit at Elder High School. Once again, the Elder Panthers win tonight 47 to nothing. I know St. X won big tonight over Olentangy Liberty. Liberty. Uh, and Mahler beat East Central tonight. And LaSalle lost to IMG Academy. We don't have a final on the Mahler score, but it's 39 to 14 in the fourth. Are we going to call, call that, that one? We uh, we'll call it, but we don't know the final numbers. Yeah, well, we <laughs> we'll 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 heard make, that before. We'll yeah. make those up later. Yeah, we're going to halt. We're going to halt the counting right now, and we'll we'll get that later on. So, I'm proud uh, to have with us tonight our friends Mark and Missy Meinhardt. And guys, it was sad last year we didn't get to do our annual chat because uh, we we. You know, this yeah. stupid uh, COVID stuff uh, ruined everything. But, it, you know, not to say that it's not coming back with a vengeance, but it is uh, things are returning somewhat to normal. And we're going to have an Angels run walk. I don't think I'm going to run it, but I'm going to walk it this year. Uh, my brother Steve might run it. I don't know. Maybe he'll walk with us. I don't I, I've, I've been coveted and injured, so okay, you'll do walk it, with us. I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be hobbled. All right. Sure. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, I'd like to give you guys a little motivation because, if I'm not mistaken, you all came to the race with your families in 2019, right? We did. Correct. Yes. And it was your first time it at was. the actual race. Yes. For me, Steve was, had done it before, but yes. for us, yes. it was new. Yes. So, uh, Missy and I were looking out on the internet and we didn't realize this was the Bengal Invitational, the Bengal Family Invitational. <laughs> we had no idea. And so, we do have a couple of awards for oh, the, uh, oh. the finishers of the Bengal Family. First of Look all, at look at that. We got some swag here, guys. Oh, and they're purple for Elder, too. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Tom? Oh, I got a little you. gear bag uh, with see. Sophie's Angel Run. So, uh, and then we have uh, Gene and Teresa, you guys both. Yeah. Now, 
Steve gets a special one because he's the one who ran it. Yes. So Steve ran it in a very impressive 35 minutes. Oh, and, no, uh, uh, I think it was 49 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it was 48 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so Steve gets a pint glass. So oh, he's look at that. Hey, look at that. Glass. Yeah. Okay. And you get uh, with the bag. So you, you are get the a, winner of the first an oxygen uh, bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the first race like a bangle. We'll I'll, I'll need one. Uh, need an oxygen bottle this year. Yeah. There you go. So uh, and thanks. And uh, what what was your favorite part about the Sophie's Angel Run? You all had been there for the first time. Well. I love being competitive, and I was elbowing people to get them out of my way, and I was just being really, really tough. No, I don't remember. No, I didn't. No. That was that other walk. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, quite honestly, it was the, the camaraderie, the friendship, the friends that were there, and everybody was pulling together for a good cause. It didn't matter if you were running or walking. It was just being together, sharing moments with family and friends, and for a great cause. You know, that's what Sophie's Angel Run is really about. Um, we're there, obviously, to memorialize our daughter, Sophie, who uh, passed away from a brain tumor um, 15 years ago in August. And our goals are to obviously raise awareness for pediatric brain tumor research um, and raise funds. There's a lack of research funding for children's cancers. September marks uh, cancer, Childhood Cancer Month in the United States and less than 4% of government funding goes towards all children's cancers. And unfortunately, there's over 120 brain tumors alone. So when our daughter passed away, even had she survived the surgery, she would have died from a brain tumor because there simply was no effective treatments or cures. And um, we just didn't want this to happen to any other families. So for the last 14 years, we've had, um, you know, raised our, done our races except for last year. And I know last year we couldn't hold it, but we were still able to raise over $72,000 last year wow. and donate that wow. towards uh, research. Wow. Bringing our total before this year uh, at 900 180,000. So we are closing in on that million dollar wow. mark, and we're really hoping we can uh, do that this year. We will race. get it this yep. year. We will get it. You got yes, it. Definitely. You know, guys, uh, I know uh, the story, we've talked about it before, where you've, uh, you guys went on vacation to Hilton Head, and I vacationed all around that area for years and years and years. This year was our 40th wedding anniversary, Teresa and I, and we were down in Hilton Head with our entire crew, and and uh, I, I, I was thinking about what happened to you guys, and I, uh, you know, you go, you go on vacation, a most a joyous time, and then suddenly your your young daughter uh, becomes ill, and you rush her to the hospital in Savannah, and, and I, I just was thinking about that, and, and how difficult it is, so, you know, the, you know, not to, I don't want to pull on people's heartstrings at home, whatever, but this is for a cause of something that it was difficult. Like you guys say, you, you get mad, but you didn't get what your slogan. So we do have a family slogan that we developed to become better instead of bitter. Yeah, better that's not it. bitter yeah. is our is our slogan, and it's it's something that has helped motivate us uh, and make a choice. It's a choice. Everybody has choices in life. Our choice was, hey, we had three other children we had to raise. It, we needed to be better. And so when we decided to do Sophie's Angel Run, we also decided it wasn't going to be a pity party. We didn't want a pity party. We wanted, you know, a fun family event that Tom alluded to. Um, everybody can put themselves in our shoes in terms of 
you know, going on vacation with the family and not coming back with one family member, right? Yeah. Especially a, an child. So it's a great cause, but we want to have fun doing it. And so that's why we decided to, in our quest to be better and not bitter, we decided to uh, join up with the uh, St. Jude Oktoberfest because, uh, as I always say, I like a beer and a hairy bra. Yeah. So uh, we figured there's something to do for everybody at an event like that. And we have eight-year-olds walking our race, and we have octogenarians, 80-year-olds, running and walking our race. There's something for everybody. All right. Let's get down to the meat of things. How do we get people to get involved with this? What do we, they have to do to, to sign up, to get active, and and how do you want to reach them? Absolutely. So one thing is you can go to our website at sophieangelrun.org, and that will have all the information on how you can register for the race, how you can become a sponsor for the race, or even just make a donation towards the race. You can do donations either online or by mail, and all that information is on the website. You can also follow us on social media. We tend to do Facebook because we're old, and that's more our style. I'm not, I don't understand Snapchat or all that other stuff, yeah. so Facebook's the easiest for us. And that's where we keep updated. And actually, on Thursdays, we do live um, updates. We just started this past yesterday. Um, next Thursday, we're going to do live from the Harvest Home Parade because we actually conduct the one-mile race prior to the parade with Queen City Running. So people who sign up for that race, it's $6, or you can pay 20 and be a participate in the one-mile and in our race on September 26th. So the best thing to do is go to our website at sophiesangerun.org, and it will have all the information for you right there to get involved with our event. And this year, um, I don't know if you know, but Oktoberfest at St. Jude's is going to be three nights, not two. We have not had our big parish festival in the last two years because of that COVID, and so this year it's going to be kind of a combination Oktoberfest and festival right. because we had bands reserved back in June of 2020. Oh, wow. And we want to make sure those bands get out there and get paid. And so we're honoring them, and they're honoring us as well, which is just awesome. So we're actually going to be there also on Friday night from 6.30 to 10 o'clock. Um, the festival ends, I think, at midnight that night, but we're only going to be there those periods for people to come and either do race day registration or pick up their packets. Um, we'll be there on Saturday as well, 4.30 to 9 or 9.30. Again, that's our normal time for people to pick up packets and register for the race. Um, and then on Sunday, you can start picking up things at 10.30 and registering all the way up to um, race time at 1 o'clock. And this year, after the race, we have a West Side um, band called The Menus. I'm excited about that oh, uh, because yeah. Tim Goldrainer went to high school with me at Oak Hills. What and uh, he's a great, great guy. guy. Yes. And so we're real excited for him to help celebrate on that Sunday with oh, us. That's great. So give us the dates again when this is going to take place. Yes. Yeah, so uh, September 24th and 25th and 26th is the Oktoberfest slash festival at St. Jude. But Sylvie's Angel Run is Sunday, September 26th at 1 o'clock in the parking lot right there at St. Jude. And the festival happens immediately before and, of course, all day after that. The, uh, the festival starts on Friday, I think, at like 6.30, uh, Saturday at 4, and again, Sunday all day we'll be there at Sophie Tedger Run in St. Jude. Yeah, when people hear a 5K, uh, I mean, if, you're, <laughs> if you walk marginally, you can handle this with no problem at all. It's not like you're... You're, you're, this is uh, going to be climbing Mount Rainier or something like that. It's a very easily done. 
You just take your time and walk along. If you're just a mild walker, you're going to handle it with no problem. Now, running it, uh, it's still, if you want to run like I run, uh, which is not very fast, you could do it. Uh, oh, Steve, I'm sorry. Here we go. I was just saying, there, there, if you're running it, there's one killer hill on there yeah. that, that, uh, that I turned into a Down walker. Down in Virginia? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually coming up uh, Tina, I think. Yeah, whatever and, it is. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm working with Green Township, and we're pretty close to taking all the hills out of that part of Bridgetown. So I, I can't say that's really going to happen, but... Um, Watch you show up and find out. Uh, yeah. The neat thing about the race that you mentioned earlier about the community feel is all the neighbors on that race have graciously closed their streets down for us to have this the last 13 years we were able to have it. And we're still calling this the 15th annual because last year we did walk the race ourselves through with oh. our family through the course. But the neighbors get out there from cheering you on when it's been hot. They put sprinklers on. We have music throughout the course to kind of get you up those hills and so forth. And it's just really, like you said, a real huge community um, feel for it. And it makes everybody do it, feel good about it. So you can walk. You don't have to run it in 20 minutes. You can walk it, and people do that. And they push push, push strollers, pull wagons, yeah. and what have you. And it's just a real fun event. And, and you know, a lot of people say nowadays how everything's upside down with the world and everything else, but it's events like this that really shows the humanity and the good of everybody, and, and that has to give you some amount of comfort, doesn't it? It, it absolutely does, <laughs> and I think it also inspires other people who are going through this battle right now because every day another child is diagnosed, and I know right here in our community there's children that have been diagnosed recently and what we hope, it, it helps this family who's going through this process right now of trying to fight this battle is events like ours are giving them hope and inspiration because it was surely something we did not have 15 years ago. So we're hoping it inspires people to donate to make a difference to change the outcome of children diagnosed with brain tumors. Yeah, and to that point, one thing we did discover, and this is part of the reason why we started Sophie's Andrew Run, is that people are nice. When you, at the end of the day, if you turn your TV off and you're not watching the news, and something happens to you like this, not only our St. Jude community, our, we knew our family and friends would grab us and hug us and, and take care of us. What we didn't know was how many strangers would say prayers or send us food or send us notes and cards. And you would be surprised how many people are just nice. Most people want the same things, and that is a happy, healthy family and a happy, healthy community. And, uh, and we're going to do our part to try to uh, continue that. It's great. Well, Mark and Missy, it's so great to have you guys back, uh, back to normal here, and we look forward to seeing you guys on the 26th, Six. it September is, 26th. September 26th, and we will be out there, and uh, we'll be involved with it. I can't wait for it to happen. Yeah, we, we love seeing your families there last time. It seemed like you guys were really taking a big bite out of the event, and that's what we want. So yeah, thank you very really much. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Thank right, you. And if you, if you want to see what... What, what community is like, get involved with this. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I, the one yeah. thing before I, I was amazed by the Seton cross-country team, the Elder cross-country, they're not allowed to run it because it's cross-country right. season, yeah. and they, they have a race probably the day before. So it's, but they're volunteering, they're doing things, they're yelling. It, it's great to see. They absolutely are. So we get cross-country teams. Elder uh, does the first water stop. We call it the Dave Reader. Uh, water stop. Dave was on our board of directors and unfortunately passed away from cancer a few years ago. Elder so they, 80. Elder, yeah, Elder 80 and Cass uh, of 80. So they help there. Um, Ursula, because that's where our daughter goes, helps along that street as well. 
Seton helps at the start and finish line. Oak Hills, I believe, also starts at the yep. uh, finish line because yep. I'm a Oak Hills girl. And then we have Mercy McCauley at the second water stop at Oakdale. And those kids do. They all vote, donate they their fun. time and they work hard. And um, we just appreciate their help. And it's just they are just great kids. They, they will do anything for us and um, just always out there trying to help out. And even if they see stuff on the ground, they're picking it no, up and amazing. doing whatever. So it's yeah. just really inspiring to see teenagers. I think kids today get bad raps about everything. We're always talking about what yeah. they do wrong. Right. And our event is a great place to see what kids are doing right. And at a young age, I call it young, but as a teenager, <laughs> yeah. it, it, the cause and, and it, it gives them purpose in life that they may be, never have experienced. It's just awesome. God bless you both. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mark and Missy, for coming out. Sophie's Angel Run, the 24th uh, at St. Jude. Get on sophiesangelrun.org and uh, check it out. Well, we're going to take a timeout. We come back. We'll look at the scores with Steve right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include... Glenway, Delhi, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. <gasps> Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist's Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Hello, I'm Father Jerry Reinersman, pastor of St. Joseph Parish in Cold Spring, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. 
Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, let's go back to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. All right. Thank you, Bill Levitt, uh, and welcome back to Rooster's on the West Side. Our inaugural night at Rooster's, yeah. our first time let's out hear here. It. Yes, we're, yeah, there we are. Yeah. Carissa, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, that, the, I, 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 she told me her name. I can't remember. I can't I, either. I, I, we're, we'll, we'll get everybody's name oh, yeah. by the time. So, uh, you know, it, it, it is a, we talked about it, uh, it, whenever you do a show for the first time in a new place, you kind of, but we're starting, it, it's we're, exciting, Yeah, we're, we're feeling our way around, but yeah, it, uh, what a crowd, what a crowd, right? What a crowd, what a yeah, crowd. Excellent, what a crowd, yeah. excellent crowd. Remember yeah. to turn me back up now. Yeah, okay, Steve's back up there, so let's, uh, let's get Steve Geist back here. I, I'm sure the scores are coming in hot and heavy now, Steve. They are. All right, let's switch over to the Rooster scoreboard and see what's going on in exciting action in high school football tonight. Sorry, Sorry I was just uh, got a late-breaking score here, so I was just, just bringing them all in. So anyway, we don't have a final on the Moeller score, but right now in the fourth quarter, it's 39-14, to 14, Moeller over East Central. So Moeller... Looking to, to go 3-0 and on the season, and, and uh, it looks like they've turned the program around, and, and they'll be heading like Elder and the rest of the GCL into the meat of the GCL. So that's when they're really going to have to figure out what, what they really have. It was Elder 47, Beacon Hill out of Virginia, nothing. IMG Academy all over LaSalle, 58-7 tonight. St. X. Hands it to Olentangy Liberty, 49 to nothing. The GMC action, Lakota East over Middletown, 49 to 7. Coleraine over Mason, uh, 21 to 16. Coleraine gets their first victory of the season tonight in week three. So uh, they're, they're uh, more importantly, uh, locked for first place in the GMC, GMC yeah. right now. It was Princeton over Dublin Kaufman in a replacement game, uh, 44 to 14. They were scheduled to play Hamilton. It was Lakota West. 43, Oak Hill 17. Uh, Lakota West moves to 2 and 1 on the season. It was Turpin over Loveland 38 to 34. Turpin remains unbeaten at 3 and 0. It was Lebanon losing to West Claremont tonight 19 to 17. Close game. West Claremont gets their first victory of the season, and Lebanon is still uh, looking for that first elusive win. Kings and Winton Woods went to the wire tonight, 14 to 13. Kings over Winton Woods. Kings remains unbeaten in the season. In non-conference action, it was Baden 35, Northwest nothing. Clinton Massey over Fenwick, 44 to zero. McNick 41, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy nothing. It was Madeira 15, Purcell Marion 12, Wyoming. Uh, 36. Somebody on Norwood hit a grand slam. Norwood, four. Oh, wow. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah, two yeah. safeties. I, yeah, I wonder Mike. what's up with that. Uh, Reading, 35. Summit Country Day, seven. Reading, uh, uh, Blue Devils cruise to 3-0 and at this point. Marymount over uh, Williamsburg tonight, 33 to nothing. They remain 3-0 and as well. It's Franklin over Edgewood, 17-15. to uh, Eaton and Talawanda, they're... they're uh, 
locked up right now in the, the first overtime, 14-14. Don't have a final on that. It ought to be done by now. Hughes, 44, Lachlan, 6. Cincinnati College Prep, 32, Woodward, 16. New Miami loses to Fayetteville Perry tonight, 56 to nothing. Uh, Waynesville, 42, uh, Manchester, 13. In another COVID game, uh, uh, Miami Valley Christian Academy was uh, scheduled to play Manchester. Manchester had to drop out, and uh, they went looking for a team, Worthington, and Worthington won that game 44-16 to tonight o- over uh, Miami Valley Christian a- a- Academy. So uh, it's getting interesting in Kentucky. If your team gets COVID, you lose. So that game, you wow. know, nobody replaces a game. It's, no. a, it's a loss. So um, where it's like it's a little bit kinder and gentler in Ohio. If you, you can play it, you find a game. But your team's not penalized uh, for, for COVID restrictions. It is the Waynesville 42, Blanchester 13, East Clinton 33, Hillsboro 14, Roger Central Catholic 48 to 13, Beachwood 49, Somerset nothing, Holmes 28, Boone County 14, Ryle 14, Cooper 7, Lexington Central Lexington Catholic 34, Covington Catholic 27. Dixie Heights 21, Connor 14, Highlands 42, Campbell County 7, and Indiana, Franklin County 54, Rushville nothing. And uh, we'll look to flesh the, the rest of the picture out before uh, we head out uh, this evening. All right. That is the scores, and uh, that's what people are here to listen for. And Steve Geis' drum line just uh, marching out and back into the kitchen past the the Friars, where all the beautiful I, I, wings I, I are. I do have a final on the Moeller game. Uh, let me jump back in here. Yeah. Moeller 39, East Central 22. 39 to 22. Moeller out through a 3 and 0 start, and uh, East Central drops to uh, 2 and 1 on the season. Yeah. Uh, one one thing when you do games like we've done over the years. Uh, you're used to the crowd, you're used to the people and so forth. And I was sitting there thinking about uh, last year when we had no crowds and and uh, some of the irritating things that you had with fans that you deal with, uh, not so much at the pit, but when you're at, when we're doing games or, and, and we're on the home side of the opposite team. And, and uh, the, the one thing I know that drives me crazy more than anything else is the sound of a cowbell and uh, <laughs> the, the, the clinkle clinkle noise uh, when you're doing a game. And, and I know. And if memory serves, that must have driven everybody at East Central crazy tonight because uh, <laughs> the, yeah. the Crusaders have been cow, cow, uh, cowbell cow people for but years. The, the, the funny thing about when you, uh, when you when you set up to do a broadcast and, and you always take a what we call the crowd mic, whether you're the Bengals or whatever, they, they mic the crowd so you get the ambient sound. And actually, there's a science behind it. They have sideline mics. They have mics all over. You know, same with hockey. Sure. Well, we, we just have a mic. We stick out. The crowd and you get the, at the yeah. pit, it's not that big a deal because you are up away from the crowd a good 15, 20 feet. You'll hear individual people, but it's not so loud. But, I, you know, the, the one place I, I always uh, worry about is when we had O kills because – we stick the microphone out, and the crowd is literally right there. Right so there. One, one time we were uh, about ready to go on the air, 
and I'm hearing a conversation going on about something that really should be going over the air. I'm like, you know, I, I, I think we need to turn this down a little bit here. And, uh, and, and so, but, but the crowd's right there. I sure. mean, literally, yeah. their heads are, you stick it out the window, and they're like. Right at the head level. Head level. And it's yeah. right there. Like, oh, my gosh, this probably should be going over the air. So, yeah, that. But the, the, the funniest thing I, I, I I, and it, I, I kind of remember back uh, to the comedian George Carlin, and one of his funniest bits back in the 70s was Seven Things You Can't Say yeah, on Television. Yeah, right. And uh, and basically there's the, these seven curse words, and he would go through them all and tell you. So uh, you know you can pretty much guess which ones they were. Well, we were back in the early days of doing games, and we were at the pit, and we had – uh, like I when, I when when I'm talking here and you hear me on the radio, this is coming to you from uh, from uh, roosters. roosters from a, a phone line. But right in front of me is a thing that is called a Comrex Blue Box. It's uh, it's old technology. It was new five six years ago, but it's old. But still, well, it's, it's like a modem. When you dial into the station, you hear this like the old AOL noise, but it's it's yeah. using a modem and it's basically digitally. It, it, it sends it to the station digitally, and then at the station it unmixes, blah, blah, blah. These things tried to do that, but it was not that scientific, but it would pick up uh, radio frequencies. And so we were doing a game at the pit, and, and the Muller Crusader coaching staff were on the far end of the pit calling it, every, and they were using wireless uh, communication oh, instead of the to the sidelines. Sideline. So yeah. Whatever frequency they were on, it was affecting. Oh, no. So it would go over every time they keep. We'd go on the air, and then nothing. You know, we had the pregame show; everything was sure. fine. When the game went on the air, uh, this started happening, and uh, we were trying to figure out where are these f words and all this stuff coming through. I mean, every word you could think of. I think yeah. they covered all seven of them with every damn, every, every damaging. <laughs> damaging. Did I say that? Damaging, no, you did. No, you did. Damaging play. Is right. what I was trying to say exactly. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And so, uh, finally, uh, the guys doing play with play to try to figure out who these are, and I yeah. quickly figured out it was the the Mueller Crusader coaching uh, staff, which. You know, I'm, I'm not saying the older guys uh, haven't had some bloopers go over our airwaves sure. right next to us either, and I yeah. I can name a few of the coaches that did. So, but I won't go there. So I, I walk down, and and I tell them, I say, hey, look, um, I don't know how or why every time you guys key your mic to talk to you, the people, uh, what you're saying is going out over our airwaves, and we're trying to figure out how to stop it. But if you could. Pipe down. Pipe down. Well, stop using yeah. curse words so we figure right. this out. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And boom. And then all of a sudden, I get back and put the headphone on. And he goes, some blah, 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 blah guy just came and said, every blah, 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 blah. Literally, yeah. he didn't take it serious. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So it was the old, yeah. we're going to come back on the prep sports or anything. You know, so it was, i never forget that. And uh, That is funny. You, you talk about yeah. when you don't have crowds. The stuff that you miss out on, yeah, uh, you know, but that that was one. Uh, in all our years, that's probably one of the most cringeworthy yeah. things. Enough, but well, we ha- last year at the pit, I mean, the only people in the stadium were usually the parents of the players and us, and you guys. We all were sitting together, and whenever there was a bad call, we were hearing uh, the dad or mom from across the way from a visiting team. 
you're just giving it to the referee, which I thought was kind of funny at the time. But yeah, I mean, because there's you only can, you can hear it. You can hear there's it. There's only a hundred people in the stands, probably. Yeah, and uh, so that was interesting. But the more I thought about, you know, the funniest things that that happened to us over the years were probably all the times that we were off the air and the things that the three of us would, would talk about that never made it to the airways. That was probably the funniest yeah. of, of things. Yeah, that 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 what it would have been. We, yeah, yeah it, it, it's just fun. Yeah, it, it's amazing what the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And uh, I don't, the, the one thing that amazes me, and even tonight here, uh, first time, first place, uh, they wired phone lines to get here to the spot we are in the restaurant, and I get here and... Turn it on, and... No dial tone, nothing. I'm like, oh. No. So it took us about an hour, an hour and a half to figure it out, but luckily the game didn't start till 7. Yeah. I had extra time to do it tonight, <laughs> so figured that out. So here yeah. we are on the air and got that all figured out, but we're yeah. enjoying it here at Roosters, uh, right here uh, on Crookshank Road. You know, this place opened, <laughs> and I know uh, I, I had never been in here since uh it was applebee's and uh so and then then covid hit and and yeah i just i didn't know much about it so i'm I'm, really it's a great place it is i've been here one time uh previous we came up here to talk to them and then so forth but it's a great place i think it's going to be a really good fit for the post game show and a great uh, crowd here yeah wonderful crowd crowd here. a lot of purple tonight yeah uh so thank you everyone for coming out yeah, and the, yeah, the beverages are cold, as someone said. So yeah. with that, well, there's a guy sitting over there, uh, Len Harvey, who called the game, and you know Len, and this is his normal time when we grab him uh, to come up, and he's going to talk about his thoughts on the game, and uh, whichever one I'm going to figure out which one that is. I think it's this one. Is that one? Uh, no, no, no. That's that's you, Lenny, and Lenny. Uh, uh, after a tough loss last week. First uh, question, Len, did your daughter make it back? No. She did not make it back. Uh, they presented the ring ceremony, and she missed it. So, did, unfortunately, she, she'll get her championship ring, though. So yeah, she'll get she's it. She's missed the ceremony. This is a long story. <laughs> we won't go into no. it. No. But we know what's going on. <laughs> it's, so, uh, it's a funny story, though. It all worked out. Uh, you know, I had... A uh, guy that I used to work near, the guy worked next door to my business, but uh, he's one of these guys that uh, his son played football at, uh, gosh, it was in Georgetown, uh, Kentucky. It might have been Georgetown. I, I, and and uh, he was a good football player. Okay, we're talking a long time ago. Yeah. And this guy had no direct sense of direction. And his son was playing somewhere on the western side of Kentucky, he went down and turned left and headed to West Virginia. And then he figured, oh, geez. when I started going into West Virginia and started seeing the mountains, I knew I took a wrong turn. <laughs> so, at least he didn't do that. So, yeah. led a big win tonight for the Panthers. Uh, after last week's game, uh, this one was a little easier. Much, much easier, yes. The, uh, the good news is the offense was back, right, the, against Pickerding. You know, Pick Central was tough on defense. Obviously, they took, you know, and Coach talked about it in the interview. They took uh, Drew right out of the game, right? Yeah. So, tonight, much better. Uh, Flowers was good right off the bat. 
Uh, some of the holes I think Tom Kennedy could have went through tonight. The way no, they were putting it through. Let's not stretch <laughs> it here. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. there was some good. The offensive line played really well. And uh, getting Hamilton. And then uh, Ben Schoester in the uh, second half did a nice job. Came in yeah. and uh, looked really, really good. And, it, you know, the one thing I will that say. That Summers kid in the backfield. Yeah. He's, he's fast. Yeah. Little guy, but, boy, he can move. We gave Flowers the uh, Cooper's electric star of the game. He had two touchdowns. and uh, But, uh, you know, Guten, he, he had the fumble recovery and another In interception. End, another pick. He has played tremendous. He had three interceptions, a fumble, two fumble recoveries, one for a touchdown. So, yeah, he's playing center field on defense from the safety position, and, and he's got a nose for the football and the yeah. turnovers. Turnovers are a big part of the game. This is a great game for Elder after a tough one last week because it gets everybody, you know, Coach said it, better better than not to play at all, right? You, you don't want to take a bye week this early in the season, right? Found a team to play. Kids get excited. It doesn't matter. You know, some of the second teamers got in. That was exciting. They, they practice all week, right? They get, a, they get a chance to play tonight, so that's always good. And, and then you, you build it up for next week because you've got Lakewood St. Ed's. It, get, it doesn't get any easier the rest of the way, so it's, uh, it's well, good to get this one. It, 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 it's always difficult for kids that play at Elder who are the second or third stringers that their whole life they dreamed of playing at the pit. Uh, they get to Elder, and Elder's schedule is like murderer's row normally, and unfortunately, you're a practice player. You, you get your... Uh, your joy out of practice, which is not very joyful, but you do the best you can as a team player. But tonight, you got out on that pit that you've dreamed of playing, and it, it, it's exciting. It's it's a it's kind of a good reward. Right for the Jimmy Finleys or for the, everybody who does, they get a chance tonight. They yeah they did, and it, it's fabulous. Like Tyler McCoy. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, senior with a pick six. Yeah, yeah. How, back and and he'll be talking about that like yeah. Al Bundy. <laughs> With the four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah they'll, right. be, they'll yeah. be talking about that pick six. It'll be 90 yards by the time they oh. he tells the story. Why not? Years. Yeah. And, and Nick exactly. Salamone with a touchdown. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Ben Schoester, like, I mean, that's what it is because you guys, we, they never know when they might be needed yeah. as the season goes along either. You just yeah. never know when your number's going to be called. And you know tonight gives them all kinds of experience. Yeah, and, and all kinds of the confidence back, right? Right. Regardless of the fact, it doesn't matter. A win is a win, and a positive experience is what was had tonight. And that is going to come in. You're going to see a lot better practice this week, and you're going to see a good elder team on Saturday. And we, we've talked about it a lot this year. is so unusual in the fact that now that if, you know, we have a new story where Western Hills uh, – football program West High right down the road here was suspended uh, or put on pause yeah. the term they used for a hazing incident and the coach was let go and whether or not they reinstituted or not but now we're down to 16 teams in division one region four which is how many are going to go in so okay the suspense about who's going to get in the playoffs everybody obviously you want to fight for that home field advantage you want to be in that top eight, but it's different this year. That's a whole different, you, you know, you're aiming for that ending point. How can we improve? And Doug talked about it in the pregame. Is like, 
you know, some teams are good right off the bat. We're going to grow our way there, and, and, and they're going to get better and better and better. Now, they definitely, we've talked about it, they got to find somebody else besides Drew Ramsey, and there are some guys that are showing that promise. Yeah, I mean, Luke Flowers has been great. He, uh, and, and Will Summer coming in has done a really nice job of, of filling in that. But they've got to get more run. They've got to get, uh, you know, other than just Drew, they've got to get that extra yard. And it's nice to see another touchdown by Harp tonight because that's, that's going to be another one that's going to, that, that receiving core has got to really pick up the slack. And if Ben has time to throw, you're going to see more of that. Tom, I was going to say that's the key for me is that hopefully the offensive line gives gives whoever the quarterback is, but most of the time it's going to be Ben, those few extra seconds that they can stretch the field because that's the only difference between them having a complete team and not having it. I mean, when he doesn't have a whole lot of time and he's thinking and dunking, but if he can get a couple more seconds to, to extend the field like they were to do uh, last year and then the year before, really, really makes a difference. Yeah. With Tom and Lenny, uh, we, we know what the GCL is going to be like this year. Uh, LaSalle loses big, but you don't think they're going to get better after playing the second-best oh. team. And it, you, you see a level of strength and speed. The game seems slower to you after that. You're like, I can handle this. And, and so... And how good is St. X? I mean, gosh, they're I know. 3-0. It happened they're to Elder in 2019. Everybody. Do you remember, if you look at it, going uh, back to the Florida team? Yeah. That was 62-61. to 61. Yeah. I mean, you it, anybody after that is going to be slow. Yeah. Oh. And that was exactly the point, right? You yeah. Just, yeah. So, you're right. I think when you play a team like that, it doesn't matter the score because you're going you're gonna to learn from it and you're going to see that. And you're going to go, even Elder last week playing pick central, you watch tonight. It's just a different team. You're, you know, you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna grow from that. So. Yeah. And, 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 and frankly, we watched the film. Uh, we we saw the game live, but you when you see it again, you're like Elder. If you, I don't think they would have beat them, but they had opportunities to really have that. It was it, it was a lot closer than the score indicated, and and I think Doug was happy with that. I, I know he want, He hates to lose. Oh. There's no way he's like, oh, yeah. I, I don't think anybody likes to lose. No. Right? No, you're right. I said to Phil after the game, I said, you know, this team, it was more evenly matched than you even thought it would be. And, and it was a couple of plays here and there that, that caused it. But the defense held pick central to 218 yards of total offense and, and picked one, a couple of mistakes. I mean, Elder had a couple of chances, the, the touchdown in the back of the end zone. Right, you yeah. get that touchdown, then they get the one from Hart. You know, it's yeah. a whole different ball game, right? right? Exactly. Plus the injury to the referee. You know, they would have gone into halftime at seven three, but no, it's you know they wound up being down. So it's it's yeah. fourteen to yeah, that score right before the half. Yeah, that killed it. It was like a it, it just let the air right out of the sails. You wait thirty minutes for the ambulance. I mean, it's just a it's right. a tough situation. But I think if they had to play them again. They'd be ready for them. So, guys, uh, the rubber hits the road next week with St. Ed's coming down. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. It's too early for us to know how good they are, but do you know how good they always are, and how deep they are, and how strong they are? Uh, you know, it's one of those things. St. Edwards is one of the best 
wrestling schools in the state. They're known for their wrestling, and a lot of the football players are wrestlers, and these guys are strong. It's a strong team, a disciplined team. They play a great brand of football. So uh, tonight's over with. It's going to be a tough yeah. one. They got to. They got to have the same intensity. They they had the intensity last week against Big Central. Oh, they, they did need that. They did. And you know another thing in that Pick Central game, you think about it, the heat was just oppressive, right? You're not going to have that later on in the season. So that type of stuff too. When you play a, a Lakewood St. Ed's, it's not going to be 95. It's yeah. going to be 65. So. And the thing that I was encouraged about, Len, was when Doug Ramsey said at Dance Club that uh, leaving that game against Pick Central last week, the kids said, we'd love to play them again because we competed and, we, you know, we were on even terms with them. That's what they thought. Now, maybe they had different thoughts going into the game, but after they played the game, even after they uh, turned the ball over four times, did pick central, and, and they recovered one of the four, they still won. But Elder came away feeling that they were in the game and a play here, a play there. They could have won. It was a game that was great for them this early in the season to see where they were. They came up short, but they could see that there's a future, right, on, on this team, on how good they're going to be. And the fact that they competed, like you said, and the score to me doesn't matter it, yeah. because you want to. You couldn't practice the way that game speed was, right? You you couldn't do that. That was something that you could only only learn from playing the actual game. So, I just got word uh, from Phil Bengal that the entire roster of Elder's team got in tonight. Very good. Everybody. Very wow. good. That doesn't happen often. No. So uh, that, that's great to hear. And that's what we talked about at, at halftime. You know, the class uh, that Beacon Hill was showing about, you know, not getting snippy and, you know, they're getting their, their hands handed to them. And the class that Elder showed as well, the same way, and then playing everybody on the roster. Hats off to Doug and his staff. That, that was, that's well done. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you guys, and this is something that I thought of during the game. I understand why they do the, the running clock. I get it. But I don't like it in the second quarter. I don't I, either. I think they should play three full quarters regardless because this way. Oh, the beginning of the second half. I don't think it's good for either team because you can't get your start. You can't get the second string in, the third string. I mean, Elder did get everybody reps, in. With enough reps. Right. Yeah. Because. You know, and, and I always thought it was uh, only in the second half, but obviously tonight, yeah, it, it was, was the second it's, quarter. It's yeah. up, it, it, it's up. It's depending upon the team that's losing whether if they agree to it, then they do it. And okay. they, uh, yeah, probably yeah, did yeah. because so they said, yeah, let's, yeah, they yeah. were they were gas. You could yeah. see that those kids were. I mean, they had 17 kids, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they were gassed. Yeah, there's no question about it. But my point is, is even the other team couldn't run a play at half before halftime because the clock just was it's like right it's exhausting to keep up with the clock too so i would like to see that change to at least because in baseball when you play in, in in even in you know uh knot hole or whatever it is they have a five inning rule where after five innings if you're up by 10 runs then the te- home team bats and that's it so maybe you go three quarters and that's it or make it full three quarters rather than uh, we don't want anybody to get hurt, but at the same token, 
tonight would have been a great opportunity, even more so, for some of those second and third strings. They could have got in even more, and it, the clock just killed that. Last thought before we go, Lenny. Uh, let, let's let's play this thing out. Let, let's just say, okay, say next seems to be the team in the city that's going to probably run the table. Uh, they're that strong. Let's. I, I'm assuming the seating and Tom, same thing. Number one is going to play 16. How, how awful is that going to be? Yeah. Uh, St. X, let's just say they yeah. play O'Kills. Let's say they play, I don't know who. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's what. It won't be pretty. No. It, and yeah. they're going to have a running clock at halftime. Yeah. No doubt. That's the problem. Mm. I mean, it I mean, is. It's nice, everybody, but it's just it's true. It's so watered down. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's what Doug was saying at Dance Club. He'd rather see it, you know, if you want to you know, go back to four or eight or whatever, but this this anything above eight to 16 is just not a fan. Well, yeah, I, I in a way, I think if, if, the, uh, if they stick with this format, which I don't think they are, no, they're going to get back to the eight, uh, and the Harbins are going to really make a difference, which I know – It'll be for for seating purposes yeah, and right, so forth. Right. But uh, I, you know, if they keep it this way, I, I literally, I, I wish they would. And I've said this many times. I wish they would just say, okay, uh, it's like the National League. Here's your schedule. Here's who you're going to play, uh, and get rid of this GMC locking up of. They have almost what, stranglehold. The stranglehold. And they're talking about going to nine games. Nine uh, game. yeah. okay. league games. Nine games. Nine league games. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so, then that would be, you know, it would just lock it out. It, it, yeah. Everyone, you'd still be having to go play in Cleveland. Right. Sure. Which, I mean, yeah. I uh, I don't mind that Louisville's not that far, but do I want to drive to Louisville? I don't. No, I mean, no. it's uh, – it, Well, it, I think what really is lousy about it is a lot of these Ohio teams don't want to play Elder. They don't want to play St. Act. They don't want to play these schools and Moeller. And they want to, and they have. You have to travel to get games. Same thing. Whereas, you know, having a game tonight, you got to make a few phone calls, right? There should be the Princetons. There should be the that, that just say, you know what? I'm going to play Elder. I want to play Elder. Right. Because there should be a game every year this way. Why should you have to go to Cleveland or? Yeah. You know, it, it, we're in Ohio. It's, it's not. I mean, what it's bad enough about. that the the uh, I keep, you know, and I'm, I bitch about a lot of things, but I don't like. That everything is up in Canton. Why can't Paul Brown Stadium host the high school championship once? Like that's that that makes yeah. me. We we've we've exhausted that, and it and I've learned from being there what it's about. Stark County, County. wants that game, and they have a machine. Uh, it, it it you to get that game, you have to out. Bid. bid that machine right. and you can't do it they no. they are so they're good at it don't get me wrong yeah they, they do they, a nice job very, i'm not saying that but i, I, I agree disrespect. it's just way it's not fair when saint x and elder columbus and uh, yeah. exactly yeah. columbus yeah. or dayton it just seems like southern ohio gets the shaft every year yeah they do they do it's it's a uh i know pick central their drive to uh, when Elder played them in the finals was about an hour, and Elders was about yeah, three. three. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just not fair. Yeah. So, all right. That's Len Harvey. Len, uh, next week uh, we'll be at the pit on Saturday, uh, your last game before you're heading to Vegas. And, oh, uh, got it. Got it. Yeah. But, you know, it'll be like Vince Scully once said, 
just a gorgeous Saturday afternoon for football. (laughs) That's right. Well, Len, thank you. We're going to take another time out. We come back. We're going to look at next week's game and uh, all other things. We finally finished uh, the scores. We finally finished up the third half of our show. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I love uh, that. That's St. Jude half. half. The third half. Third yeah. half. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's our St. Jude Well, half. it's the best show in the business, let me tell you. Yeah, and it's monkey business. <laughs> well, we'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology, no businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... Buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. All right, we are back at, uh, I hope I said it, at <laughs> Roosters. It. It just, it's just, it's locked in my brain. I'll be doing yeah. that for weeks, but Roosters on uh, Crookshank. At Glenway Avenue, and we are enjoying it here. It's very fantastic. It is. Big crowd here tonight. We're very thankful for everybody that stopped out tonight at Roosters here. And uh, we are going to head over to Steve Bengal and uh, look at some scores. I think we got most of them. I think all the precincts are in, aren't they, Steve? I, I got, there's a few outliers, but, uh, you know, snooze, you lose. It's yeah. like, this is, you know, Johnny on the spot, if you, you know. Let us know what's going on. So, all right. Uh, Bowler traveled to East Central tonight and won 39 to 22. Elder 47, Beacon Hill, uh, nothing. IMG Academy 58, LaSalle 7. St. X 49, Owen nothing. In GMC action is Lakota East over Middletown 49 to 7. Colerain over Mason 21 to 16. Sycamore over Fairfield 42 to 18. There's uh, Princeton over Dublin, Kaufman, 44-14, Lakota West, 43, Oak Hills, 17. 
in Eastern Cincinnati Conference action. Little Miami and Anderson. Little Miami was losing to Anderson, uh, 35 to 28, going in, going down to the stretch. They tied it at 35. The game's in overtime, and Little Miami has scored to go ahead, 42 to 35, with uh, Anderson getting the ball. So wow. Uh, so you know you, you know the pressure on that one. So in the first overtime, Anderson getting the ball, but but no no conclusion on that. Um, Turpin 38, Loveland 34, West Claremont 19, 11 and 17, Kings 14, Wynwoods 13, uh, Baden 35, Northwest nothing, Cook Massey all over Fenwick 44 to nothing, McNick similar numbers over Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy 41 to nothing, Madeira 15, Purcell Marion 12, Wyoming 36, Norwood 4, Deer Park loses to Portsmouth tonight. 56 to 29. Reading over Summit Country Day, 35 to 7. Marymount, 33. Williamsburg, nothing. Franklin, 17. Edgewood, 15. Eaton over Talawanda in overtime, and these numbers don't work, so I'm not quite sure. But Eaton won, but they said uh, 27-17 in overtime. I can't make that math work, so. That's uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, how things are in Eaton. I guess. Yeah. I'll say 24-17. Okay. Uh, go ahead. The Eaton winning that in overtime. There's Ross 21, Valley View 17. Uh, Hughes 44, Lachlan 6. You used to date a girl in Eaton, didn't you? Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. College. Since they college, college prep, yeah. speaking of college, 32, Woodward. 16, Cincinnati Country Day 44, Doan Community. I think Joe six. Harbin's laughing at home. Uh, right now, I know yeah. he is. Fayetteville Perry Sorry, 56, New Miami nothing. It was uh, Miami Valley Christian Academy losing to Worthington 44 to 16. Roger Bacon 48, Newport Central Catholic 13, Waynesville 42, Blanchester 13. The Astros go to 3 0 tonight. 33 to 14 over Hillsborough. I like East that. Clinton. Yeah. East Clinton Astros head to the stars, 3-0. It was Upper Arlington, 38, Springboro, 7. Beach, now we're moving down into Kentucky. Beachwood, 49, Somerset, nothing. Holmes, 28, Boone County, 14. It was uh, Ryle over Cooper, 14 to 7. Lexington Catholic over Covington Catholic, 34 to 27. Dayton, 14. Western Hills of Kentucky, 6. Dixie Heights, 21. Connor, 14. Highlands, 42. Campbell County, 7. Scott, 48. Holy Cross, uh, 12. It was Lloyd over Providence out of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, uh oh. Yeah. 31 to, that. to 21. Uh, Walton Verona, 35. Grant County, 20. In Indiana, Lawrenceburg, 63. Milan, 13. No miracles pulled off there. South Dearborn, 24. Batesville, 17. Franklin County, 54. Rushville, nothing. And that's all the scores in the tri-state. And, whoo, I'm tired. Was Steve Geist playing in the background? He's still, he, he's still there. They're worn out. I just see uh, a post by our, our good friend Jeff May called my stockbroker today uh, and asked him what should I be buying. He said canned goods and ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. that is good. You just know, just good, say good, clean fun. You know what the heck. 
Well, uh, we got about five minutes to go here, and we're going to call it a, a night here for Prep 430 Game. A, a very successful first night here at, at uh, Roosters. Uh, thank you to uh, our servers, Amy and Carissa. They did a heck of a job tonight. They looks like they've kept everybody well fed. And, uh, of course, when I give them a plug, they're not to be seen. There they there are. There they are. Hey! They, don't forget they're tip your waitresses. Uh, they're doing a great job tonight. Yeah, and, and, get, and order the veal, right, Lanny? <laughs> I didn't see that on the, the venison. Uh, I didn't see Rushi here tonight. No, sorry. Yeah, so, uh, but next week uh, we're going to be d- covering the Elder ver- versus St. Ed's game on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio starting uh, at 3.30. That game is at the pit on Saturday, so hopefully we will have cool Weather, uh, not hot and steamy. I don't want any of that stuff. Uh, no, uh, sunny and cool. Yeah, we don't want that that sun coming in. And, that and we, we don't have a final on St. Ed's because they play tomorrow. They play uh, a mentor uh, from up north. Oh, that'll uh, be a match. St. Ed's is two and zero right now yeah. going into to the game. So it'll be a big battle up there next week. Yeah, and then they have to travel or yeah, they're here. Yeah, travel down here. So. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll take a little wind out of their sails and uh, we can do what we do. All right. It's time to say thanks to a couple of people. One, number one, Paul back in the studio. Without Paul there pressing those buttons and keeping the thing going, we wouldn't be on the air tonight. I know uh, Paul was breaking in and our good old Kevin Kenny was there. We, we just need a... Uh, an emergency battles, uh, tires blow or something, and, and, and it, it never get, fails. Don't get any ideas, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, the uh, Sacred Heart Radio uh, is at brand-new studios downtown, and they're in the first floor of the Archdiocese. It's that beautiful new studios. Actually, I'm going to post a picture on our Facebook page of the uh, nice. studio. Uh, nice. uh, Bill yeah. Levitt's very proud of it. They, they did a great, great job. The, the old studios were, and Paul can back me up, but they were like a postage stamp size now. There's lots of room, offices, and blah, blah, blah. It's beautiful. Good. Uh, so yeah. uh, without them and, and, you know, we're, I know I was coming home uh, from Indiana Dunes a couple weeks ago, drive down 70, I was like, yeah, turn on 910, see how, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's coming in strong and clear and date and stuff. So we're, we're talking on. You know, 741, they're on 910. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone up in the Dayton area listening. And 89.5, yeah. we're all, you know, I don't know where, who's listening to that one, 89.5, yeah. but it was in Hamilton, Oxford area, whatever. So, nice. Uh, but the Sacred Heart cluster of stations, and Paul produces the morning show, uh, the show with uh, Father Rob Jack uh, the, uh, the, uh, on the way home. And so he's, he's here, and he's here still late. So uh, everyone else is taking a weekend off. Yeah. So that's all the time we have here. Uh, join us again next week for exciting high school football action, and we'll join you as uh, 3.30 as long as this game doesn't get COVID. Hopefully everyone stays yeah. healthy, and, and uh, it'll, it'll be we are getting into the thick and heaviness of it. Great, great place here, Roosters. It is Roosters. What a great place. Uh, great venue out here with the garage doors open, plenty of TVs yeah, I'm for sports. Sitting here, yeah, right behind me uh, is white. Well, it's not white open. There's a screen. But, yeah, uh, I have the final. Uh, the, uh, the Anderson Raptors now, not the Redskins. Anderson Raptors win tonight in overtime. So they went. It was 42-35. 
Anderson scored to make it 40, uh, 42 41. They went for and two. instead of going for kicking, they went for two and won the game 43 42. Good for the Raptors. Yeah. How did they know the Redskins weren't named after potatoes? I don't know. I don't know. They're just sensitive that way. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see everyone next week. Thank you so much, everyone at home listening. Uh, we appreciate it. And join us next week right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. You understand what it takes to get a job done right. At a Red Wing shoe store, we do the same. Taking the time to get to know you and the work you do helps us find exactly the right boot for your job. Backed by a wide selection of sizes and job-appropriate styles that are purpose-built for any job. Now that's what we call understanding by design. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Red Wing Shoes. Mall Avenue in Florence and on Glenway Avenue in Western Hills. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Hey, Panther fans, the doctors of the West Side Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry, doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our West Side Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. This is Father Benedict O'Kinsla, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com.